0: In the White House, President Eisenhower signs the proclamation that makes Alaska's entry into the Union official, nearly 92 years after Lincoln's Secretary of State bought the territory from the Russian Tsar for seven million
1: billion.
0: <laughs> the Alaska Wild Project podcast is brought to you by the following sponsors. Arbor Digital, the forefront of digital assets, cryptocurrencies, and wealth management. Providing a low-cost, research-based investment strategy for Alaskans looking to invest their hard-earned money. Visit arborcapital.io today to put your money to work.
3: Tailored Restoration 24-Hour Emergency Home Services. Helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Hit them up at tailoredrestorationalaska.com.
2: Total Truck and Alaska Overlander, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and overlanding products, providing all inclusive rental vehicles and trailers custom outfitted to explore the Alaskan backcountry with a unique and convenient traveling experience
3: serrano's mexican grill two locations one on tudor one on northern lights the northern lights location has their new tequila bar check it out also see their daily specials at serrano's mexican grill.com
0: the treehouse ak.com located at 341 boniface parkway alaska's own and grown cannabis and cbd store ask the butt tender what the strain of the day is to get your 10 percent off the treehouse where the culture lives
2: The Connoisseur Lounge, Alaska's premier locally owned and operated cannabis retailer. Located in the heart of Palmer, Alaska. Their cultivated products include Snowcap Romance, Aurora Haze, Super Glue, and much more. Find them at theconnoisseurlounge.net.
0: AKO Farms, located in Sitka, Alaska. Built from the ground up with concentrates as their single motivation. With exclusive products such as their sugar wax, full spectrum diamond sauce carts, and more. Ask your local bud tender about A-
3: tight lines and fish on. Come hook into the action with them. Hit them up at TheBaitShackAK.com.
0: Snow Pro AK, your snow and ice management company specializing in business and residential properties. They know what it takes to keep your property presentable and safe. Give them a call for a free estimate at 280-7098 or visit LawnProAK.com. Double Shovel Cider Company, located off of Arctic and 58th, handcrafted alaskan-made colonial ciders they also have a tap room downtown on the corner of fifth and e stop by today and taste an award-winning
2: cider the alaska chapter of backcountry hunters and anglers bha is the voice of our alaskan public lands waters and wildlife their goal is to uphold our hunting and fishing legacy while keeping our public lands wild stand up today and join bha at backcountryhunters.org
0: We won't mention that on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> in, in between jobs on, on, on purpose.
2: Yeah. Well, that's. Oh. There you go, boys. I had to grab a fresh cracker before Laying I came back.
0: The old caribou call. Maybe
2: it, maybe my crack will be uh, opening the scotch bottle. Oh, the oh let me hear it. Open is it up. Let's, uh, hey,
0: let Let's see if it makes a sound. What
2: actually. is this call?
0: <laughs> Bison. Oh. oh. yeah. Some yeah. good
2: scotch here. Ladies a cabin and gentlemen. Call
0: right there. Brandon's a Scotch guy now.
4: Just all of a sudden,
2: yeah, uh, I do
0: Scotch. Or some dairy can. Just so smoky. He's a Scotch guy now.
2: Yeah, only this Scotch. I hear it's like a hundred dollars a bottle. And <clears throat>
0: don't look at the bo- don't look at the name and tell me what it's called.
2: La <laughs> la, la la, you something.
3: smoky Pete, smoky Pete, smoked,
2: smoked barrel. Uh, lag, lag you. L- Please, Daniel.
0: Lagavulin? Yeah. I don't think I you say mark. that second A, though. Is it Lagvulin?
2: Lagvulin? Uh Chad, Do last time was Dave? right. Yeah, it looks like Scotch. I'll just. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it originated from Scotland. Highland, Lowland, not sure, but. yeah, that's it. Know, it was from, from the range. water
3: of uh, Loch. The Loch, like Loch Ness.
2: Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. There's maybe some Loch Ness pee in there?
0: Loch Ness balls. Oh, <laughs> my. <laughs> oysters
2: <laughs> they're just the size of a a uh a, a, a bean bag <laughs> oh i want to
0: sh- as we're talking about crazy animals can you pull up the um oh i can the mammoth foot Oh um, you've so people- dave
2: I have, I have not look at that bad chicken oh there we go so anyone that wants Fossilized. to see this
0: um we'll probably share it on our page but if you go to alaska mint um they actually have it in their store downtown um the Alaska Mint and I think they're what's their Instagram Alaska Mint too, right? Mm-hmm.
2: Uh yeah. It, it the Alaska Mint. The Alaska the, Mint. The. the no it's the. Oh, is it? <laughs> That's, <laughs> too easy. That's for debate. Um
0: but anyway, they have a uh a mammoth's uh fossilized foot.
2: A fossilized mammoth foot.
0: In their shop, um, on display, and it is it's
2: rad.
3: Yeah, it looks cool it's hard how, to say oh you know I what
0: bought. if you go to the comments how big is it because girl girl in alaska i how and it said on there i think i made a funny comment but
3: how oh big yeah is there's it? a bunch of replies under it yeah go to
0: view replies no back up girl in alaska she said how big is it now go to view replies
2: uh right here
0: nope view replies
3: what, one down that one yeah
2: 16, oh, they say how much it costs. 16000
0: Um view, view, view replies. Click it again.
3: Oh, damn. 18 inches in diameter. That's huge. That's what yeah, she said. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I've she heard asked. That. I never said <laughs> that. That only took how long to come out.
3: Yeah. In this whole,
2: in this whole thing. Uh, 18 inches. De- that's degenerate. not that big, right?
3: 18 inches? That's huge. Yeah, the whole time I'm yeah. looking at
4: it, I'm waiting for.
3: For a mammoth's foot? You know? <laughs> well, that's just the bone, yeah. right? Like the. the yeah, I know, but even just the, the bone
0: is. Yeah, but how much bigger can the flesh be?
3: I mean, a it, lot. I, yeah, like I 18 guess. Yeah, I guess it's right a there. Lot. And that's, you know. Okay, yeah. All right. Yeah, it's, I mean, probably seems 20, it's
2: probably 24 plus inches when it's got meat and skin around it.
3: And this could have been a little kid mammoth. Who knows? That's yeah. true. Baby mammoth. A juvenile? Yeah. The big ones are deeper, dude. Yeah, they need to keep. Uh, pull up mi- a man- Pull up a picture of a mammoth, though, real quick. Go We've been really world. getting the we're mammoth gonna, We're going go to the get the to Brooks see range. one in a couple of years. So. Yeah,
0: it's going down. Yeah. What did they say twenty twenty six? They're going to have a draw. I hope so for the mammoth. Yeah.
3: yeah. yeah they man, okay, so go to that, that
0: foot. The one that shows the foot. I guess that's a cartoon. I guess oh, a cartoon.
3: mammoth blanket, man! That'd be oh, okay. Cool. There we go. That's a good picture. You can actually see its feet. But look how like dainty the feet look compared to it all. It's gonna replace merino wool. Like we're gonna oh. all be wearing mammoth fur. Ooh. It's gonna be like, oh, what, what, what would you we'll call just it? Mammoth wool
4: or mammoth fur or mammoth something else? I think
3: it'd be mammoth wool. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. Yeah. It's like a hare, right? What's
0: well, what do they call the cuviet? Um, That's like the specific name for the uh, for the muskox underfur. Mm-hmm. Have you been in that store? No. The cuviet? Have you been in that store? Uh-huh. Any uh-huh. You guys? You guys haven't been in that store. Uh-huh. The little. It's like a little house downtown, right yeah. on f- f- Sixth and E, yeah. or something like yeah, that. Something like on that. E. One of those, right yeah. by the transit center. Yeah. I went in there thinking. I was going to buy a cool scarf. Yeah. For my $10, wife. $1,000 <laughs> <laughs> maybe. I did not buy anything in that store. Cause <laughs> you window shopped. Yeah, it's it's crazy expensive. But they have socks. Uh huh. I mean, they claim it's the warmest whatever in the wonder world. I wonder if it's itchy. <clears throat> no, it's so soft. It is? Yeah, it's so soft. That's and cool. they explain to you how they do it all and where they're getting all it handmade. from and all handmade from those ladies in there. It's really, if you want a really really nice, like Alaskan, gift for you know, yourself or your mom or your wife, cool fifteen hundred. No, not that bad. I mean the (laughs) socks were like three hundred bucks. Whoa, you know
2: that's pretty expensive for yeah Yeah. socks.
3: I like to have warm feet though.
0: Yeah, and the scarf. I mean, you buy one of those nice scarves. Those are still like what? And you don't wear.
3: You could wear the socks like once a week. The scarf, yeah, yeah. What are you gonna wear it once a year?
0: Well, girls wear a lot of those scarves on the you know oh i thought we were getting it for us oh for us yeah are you oh, a scarf I was kind of guy i want a hoodie
3: absolutely not i have a, sc- <laughs> a <laughs> scarf <laughs> from scotland dope.
0: the mammoth hoodie
3: that's what i'm waiting oh yeah I'm saving my that's money j- for that yeah skin might, tight i
2: might wear a woolly mammoth scarf though yes that yeah, would I be dope just because
3: yeah
0: actually just i wonder what the
2: um, wearing it around in june just sweating <laughs>
0: <laughs> what the uh native alaska native term or name for mammoth is extinct Oh, no shit. more.
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> no more. They've
4: got a big uh, uh big skull at one of the taxidermies here. Uh I think Knights has a big Knights's? Yeah, yeah. The mint does
0: too, and they have one with the Yeah, it's got this too.
4: Yeah, yeah Knights, yeah. The tusks. Yeah. yeah.
3: Really? That's awesome.
2: You wanna Well, oh, that's like the scientific name.
3: So if we find one on state land, what do you have to do with it? Take it to your garage and don't tell anybody.
2: Yeah, you got to turn it in, right? I mean, it's all a choice. Yeah, I don't I know. mean you can.
0: I've never you can found do a one lot
2: one. of things, but
0: listen, just hit us up. We'll let you know what to do with it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we
2: got a we have a studio that we're decorating yeah. with cool stuff. Yeah, we, so a, we would love we have to have a check spot that out. for right in the corner there. Like
3: <laughs> lots of hot dogs inside <laughs> there for you. Have you guys
2: have you guys um, purchased anything from the Buffalo Wool Store, the one at the fair?
0: Oh um, Mm -hmm. no! I meant to get the socks.
2: This yes, start there because that's you had
0: those and you told me to get them, Mm -hmm. but they're pretty spendy too.
2: Yeah, they are. I want to say it's like forty, forty, yeah, forty fifty bucks. I bought it
3: handmade up here.
2: No, no, they're not handmade up here, and it's farmed buffalo, but it's genuine material, and it's warm, really, really warm. Dries fast.
0: It's really thick
2: yeah like i you know i'll bring like three pairs of socks on a hunt Uh they'll just vary from thickness and those are my thickest ones
3: oh you bring them hunting
2: i do because they're they're just thick enough that i can still put a boot on over them yeah and it's pretty snug like i think if i wore them all day i might have to crack the boots off just to let my feet how do
3: they dry out compared to sheep wool
2: i'd say it's pretty close yeah yeah I bet if you had you tested them, they would dry within minutes of each other. Yeah. I think. Because it, it just dries really quick. Uh, so I bought a neck buff. Oh. And it's like really thick. So I was on the hunt for, what is the those scarves or neck pieces that the military dudes wear in the Middle East?
4: Oh, you know, I actually have one. I don't know what it's called, but it's like, like usually like clava? checkered, like yeah. white and red. I have like a white and red one, or you see white and like kind of olive green, checkered. Yeah,
2: do you ever rock it outside?
4: I do. I I mean, I don't know what it's called, though. Yeah, I balaclava,
2: mean.
3: Balaclava, you said it. Is it balaclava? Is that what you're talking um, about?
4: No. No, it
2: has a, a
3: different Oh, a no, name. that's the head thing.
4: It looks like a proper scarf, but it's, it's really, really long and really wide, and it's a thinner material.
3: Oh, okay. Um,
4: if it's one we're talking about. You see a lot of military guys rocking them, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Guys that, that, you know, did a lot of work over in the Middle East, and I think it served as a, like, a piece of warmth, camouflage, sun protection,
0: and sand.
2: Um, yeah, get around yeah. your face. I mean, it just had a lot of
3: yeah. Uh, what is that Had a lot of
2: purposes, that? and I, I, I wanted one because I s- spent a lot of times on this, a lot of time on this specific knob glass and for moose, and the breeze switches, and it just cuts.
3: Dude, you know you need a thurtle for. That's what skiers use? I have a baklava, one of those. And it's windproof.
2: It is. It just, um, I don't like the style of it. It, It's just not comfortable. So what I did find with that buffalo wool neck buff, though, Hmm. so when I put it on my neck and then I threw my puffy on and zipped it all up, and then I put my beanie on, and then I took that wool and then wrapped it up on the back of my head so it was like, on my bottom of my neck with my beard and then that thing rolled up. Uh, oh man, I was bulletproof from the wind. Yeah, it was great. Not, yeah. Oh yeah. not bulletproof. Okay. I could last the full morning till noon. You know, sometimes you get up in a spot from six to ten and you, that last two hours you're just like
1: <laughs> <laughs> freezing,
2: right? I could I was I did pretty good along with the Wiggies, um oh what's a uh, the hoodie? No the hoodie, the hoodie jacket. Uh, okay. Um, I, I don't know, I'm having a mind blank on that at the moment. Um, it's like a down jacket? Yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's the wiggy material in the sleeping bag, but uh-huh. it's the jacket. The poncho? No, it's just a quarter oh, zip. It's like, the, hoodie. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. For yeah. life of me, I'm just having a uh, draw a blank on the name of the, the jacket. But, um,
0: yeah, it's like it's, what the what it's, mushers it's the wear. Shit. It's the shit. Anorak?
2: Anorak. Bam, yeah. there it is. Anorak. Yep, you know that-
0: The mushers use that one? Mushers use those anoraks. Sweet.
2: Yeah, it's just convenient. It's huge and pu- and bulky. Yeah. So I would love to bring it on a backpack hunt, but it's just too much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> way oh, too much. <laughs> I guess I would do it if I was doing a real winter hunt. I yeah. would. I would deal with packing that. Yeah. Just because I might need it at night. Yeah. You know, because it's really a great addition to what, like a twenty bag or a fifteen bag. But you want to try to get it to zero ish comfort mm. to be able to put that jacket on and then slip in your bag.
0: Yeah. It'd be good for a cold, like winter float or some sort of float, oh, no, float where you're not great. moving around a lot. So yeah. you're going to get cold. Yeah. Shoulders. And you and have anything. that thing because you don't really need a lot of
4: movement. I would
2: if I was going to come to that float with you guys, I would have brought it. Yeah, that would sure. be good for that. If I wasn't jumping off and going for a hike, I would just peel it off and leave it. Yeah, yeah
4: if you got something else carrying it for you, right, like
2: a boat or a sled exactly, or yeah, yeah. yeah, or Argos, yeah, you know, <laughs> that'll that'll pass.
3: Are anyone is anyone doing any like non-motorized winter hunting? That's like remote. Are they going out on like backcountry skis or snowshoes? They got the electric skis now. <laughs> <laughs> It's kind
2: of <laughs> like a foil board. This has
0: it. <laughs> yeah. He's trying. Kind of like a foil board. You just fire him up
4: and, <laughs> you know, this uh, this hunt I did. I when I was researching it, there were some guys that did the winter side of it, but they uh-huh. flew in on you know yeah uh, with their plane. But then they were touring on skis to yeah. go find them. So okay, kind of. Oh, that counts. Yeah, kind of counts. Yeah, right? totally. Somewhat human powered, but with yeah. a little like air assist. You know?
3: Yeah, Earl got one up there, yeah. in the winter. The they got dropped in super cubs and had um arctic oven tent yeah snowshoes probably but they were like i think right next to the, close to a lake you know where the, the buffalo you know well and way. then there's a,
2: a a part where you can actually fly over find the herd and then essentially try to find a camp as close to them what as no as one possible. would ever do that
3: <laughs> they wouldn't oh.
2: <laughs> Maybe that's just a good idea I had. Yeah. Yeah.
3: It's a super good idea.
2: Yeah, I, I I mean that would help shorten the distance, but yeah. once you're on the ground trying to travel on snow, that can be really challenging.
4: Yeah, I imagine. Yeah.
2: I I try to imagine winter hunting like that cuz yeah. I've never really done it. Yeah. And I think it's a lot harder than what I even think
3: it would be. It seems like it would be.
2: If you just think about in the sp- in the fall when you find a game trail and you can you can hike it and you're sweating your balls off.
3: Yeah. In well you'll find those trails time. in the winter too.
2: You will, but you, you get wind bl- you get wind blowing that yeah, packs again. Because we've
3: been on those winter caribou hunts. Yeah, on, but there's a but lot like of mom. animals moving through there though. Yeah. You know, not in a regular area. Well you can
2: really see some evidence of movement though. Yeah, oh, with yeah, snow. for sure. Just, oh, my God, there's trails w- everywhere. When
3: Jake and I flew up and, fresh. and landed um, south of the park to go ptarmigan hunting in February, I mean, the snow was as, like, deep as the moose back. And when we we're walking around with snowshoes, just going, like, 100 yards felt like I walked five miles. That's what I mean. Uh, it was brutal.
2: Yeah, and then if you're skiing, just any elevation, you know, a, a grade, just a s- small grade, like, uphill the whole way... Man, it's got to just wear you out fast.
4: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Breaking trail with skis is not, not, I mean, it's hard enough just at baseline. If you're like hunting and you have like all this extra weight on you, uh, I just yeah, oh God, I, I don't want to do that. No, that's that's you a, you just I turn don't think on people do it for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Hit the motor. <laughs> hit, hit the paddle. Hit the motor. Oh, yeah. That's uh, yeah. where you bust out the old snow go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Rap, rap. Exactly. Get out there. <laughs> well, our, our, one of our big dreams is to, is to hopefully do the, the winter in snowmobile. Yeah. Yeah, do that. Yeah, I think a lot of people cut,
4: cut in there from like Talkeetna. now. They just take that. They go all the way in from there, right? It's like, a, I don't know how many miles in, but.
2: Yeah, I think there's several access points, but pretty much Iron Dog. Oh, that's what it is. I did a trail. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Get that's up right. in yeah. there. But. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get into that deeper here in a few. Yep.
0: Uh, welcome to Alaska Wild Project, episode 104. Um, today we have David Brophy. Thank you for coming in. Thanks for having Um, me. David came in to chat about his uh, farewell bison archery hunt that you um, got lucky enough to do last year, and we're going to get into that story as well and some of your other history and stuff. Before we get into that, though, I want to ask about CiderCon.
3: Oh, yeah. So we went to CiderCon. Can you explain what that is? CiderCon. It's a cider convention. It's kind of like Comic Con, (laughs) but uh, for people that drink alcohol and make it. Yeah, it was super cool. Tangy and I flew down to Chicago and uh, we got to taste the nation's ciders. So they had like a pretty rad uh, taste testing um, and then kind of cider share going down. So I I think, I mean, I I don't usually get really hammered, Um, but (laughs) Tangy was making fun of me because, you know, like they're they're the little swirly tasters, you know, because it's a wine. And... uh, (laughs) I get that aroma <laughs> but uh yeah so i i i tried to taste every cider there and <laughs> dude, i was like spilling it and yeah it was great how was many great. were there i, I don't know hundred, <laughs> hundreds hundreds <laughs> i was like a little less please but yeah no they had some rad ones man they had like this cool cold brew coffee cider that was super good Ooh. it was that of duluth um i mean i wouldn't drink a lot of those through the year but it was very interesting and then there is a pretty rad place at a te- um it's called like teton cidery but out of jackson hole that was legit and they had uh they had a couple really good ciders um but anyway it was uh what was really cool was um all basically uh the university of Virginia and Virginia tech get so much funding from Virginia's like every gallon of alcohol they make all the state tax goes to back into the industry. So a minimum of 30% of it had to be used for science. So if you're a cider maker in Virginia, you can call up and be like, Hey, I want this project done and the university of Virginia or Virginia tech will hook up with you and you can basically have a PhD level experiment done on your product in real time for free. And there's so much money that goes into that, that they can't even use it all up. So it was really cool. was like going to these uh, classes or whatever, where, or these like reviews where they, they kind of like rolled out the study and then they would show like what they'd changed in the different ciders and you could taste them. Oh, cool. so it was super dope, like super nerdy science, cider science. And, uh, and that was cool.
2: You're probably hog heaven, man. A lot yeah. of lab yeah, coats. Pretty
3: dope. Uh yeah, I wish I had a lab coat. No. I kinda it was kind of like in between like cider nerd and then cider taster, you know? So kinda I kinda fell out of place Look I could bit. see tangy in
0: his cider lab coat. Yeah. Like extra long, kinda like
3: trenchy. With this swirl going. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a celic mustache. It's like maroon with gold trim. He's got yeah. the
2: teal green just up to his elbow, rubber gloves on. <laughs> Like Fight Club style.
3: (laughs) The big goggles. (laughs) It was rad, though. We went to, like, 26 different ones of these, like, presentations and discussions. And, uh, yeah, it was great. The coolest thing that I learned in Chicago, though, is that I didn't realize that there's this place called the Chicago Athletic Association. And it's, like, kind of like the old, like, would be like a YMCA or something. It was, like, the Chicago club downtown for, you know, whatever in the 40s or 50s for playing racquetball and swimming Mm -hmm. and working out, like, a... Fencing? Probably fencing, <laughs> probably some uh, bare knuckle boxing. I just
2: think of like that, that being that's that high class like. <laughs>
3: there's probably you get some, your coffee at the end. There's probably some of that, some guns and hoses in there. I don't know, but it's in this skyscraper, and um, and so someone someone bought the building and took when um, the gym must have failed, and oh. took all that and made it like this eclectic group of different like bars and entertainment things. Mm. So it's like the elevators have like all the old gym floor on it. Like one of like the places you can rent out is the old pool, like in the pool and they have it all set up. And then um, there's like another room called the game room. It had like bocce ball and all this stuff in the bar that you, if you rent it out you get a play on all that stuff yeah. so and one of the other cideries did so tangy and i gotta go check that out it was it what was way cool you know what you can do with you know, old old town stuff you know it's like that whole like reuse thing but uh, i mean it made me really bummed about the fourth avenue theater because i was like oh uh, shit we could have done something really rad there
0: what was it called the place
3: uh, it was called the chicago athletic club yeah it's a super super you cool. want me to
2: pull it up and check it out they had a
3: rooftop it. balcony up there. It was uh, it was way cool. Let's
2: pull that up. I but I think like the
3: uh, the bottom, whatever four or five floors, is the old gym, and that's all this entertainment stuff. And then there's a bunch of living spaces, and then the top floor is another restaurant associated.
0: Maybe we can do is that this, with the Fairview Rec
3: Center. Once we close. Well, I think the Fairview Rec Center is a hit still. No, it is. I'm just
2: is this are we looking at? Something.
0: Fairview gonna be popping, huh? Don't you go up there with play basketball?
2: How does how does that? Uh, no, Mountain View, cuz. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Mount. Is, on, that, man, it? is that it? Is that it, Yeah,
3: yeah, oh yeah. So I'll that's right hit. where we were playing bocce ball, right there. Oh, that's cool. That made oh, it nice, nice in that. Yeah, yeah. And so that's just one little side of one room, but yeah.
2: Hmm. Oh, what yeah. a cool experience that must have been. Man. It was cool
3: to see that. Yeah. And they're all like bars. Yeah, well, so I guess it's a hotel is what this is saying. Is it all like go
0: up the building and floors?
3: Yeah, so so there's cool like entertainment rec stuff for like maybe the first four or five floors. And then I don't know how tall the building is. See, four, this is 40 or 50 stories. Yeah, I, I have no idea. This is where you sit I, your... I, I didn't push the button in the elevator when we went to the top. But, uh. So I, I probably should have, so then I remember. But then all the in-between stuff is either a living or a hotel or something. And then the very top, again, is part of the... You know the bar, uh, the, association. the bar thing. Oh, that's you know. cool. Yeah, and then you? the middle floor was cool. Like it had like these bars off of it, and then this picture here, kind of on the bottom left, where it looks like a library ish. And and that one right there, the the one you're just on, that's mm-hmm. like the main space on the floor, so people can go chill and have a beer there and talk, and it's like you're in a library. Yeah. But yeah. uh it's but like can, those chairs,
0: those blue chairs.
3: Yeah, it was pretty. Fancy. I was thinking
2: that's where you uh, you sip your. Scotch, your Scotch, your your scotch, scotch bud. Yeah,
3: Speaking of that, <laughs> Shall
2: we? Uh, shall we have a taster, boys? Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah.
0: Thanks to Gary uh, Weaver for leaving the uh, Lagavulin. Yeah. I hope I said that right.
2: I we'll have a sipper. Cheers, gentlemen. Cheers, guys. Here, yeah. 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 For Sure. All right. A little stainless steel and uh, scotch.
3: Cheers, folks. It's real smoky.
2: Yeah, it is. So oh, smooth. It, you gotta hit two or three nips before it really sets in, but Oof. yeah,
4: I feel like I just officially crossed into dad status having a scotch. I don't that's think it. Uh, you're official like, now. Yeah, it's like it's like next level. I mean,
2: couldn't you see yourself sitting around a solo stove with a nice cuje jacket, looking at the mountains, sipping on that
4: with my yeti tumbler? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, sorry, yeah. I missed the yeti
2: yeah. Extra <laughs> tough boots,
3: maybe a cigar.
0: Yeah,
4: that's no, nice. Yeah.
0: yeah,
3: the piece What's the cigar got in it. The peat isn't that bad in it with the smoke. I usually don't like peat. That smoke like covers it up.
2: Mm. He the said peat. it. this is very peaty. Mm-hmm. That was the term we were looking for. Is this oh,
0: uh, a
4: La, oh, no. La Bodega purchase?
0: Uh, no, you actually got uh, that at Costco. Oh, oh nice.
2: Yeah. yeah. They're carrying it, which isn't...
0: He says they run out fast. Frequent, so yeah. Like, go get it. Yeah. It's probably sold out. La Bodega everybody.
2: would be probably where you find it, though. Yeah, yeah. you probably find it at lots of places, but... Feels appropriate to go buy it there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I need something to go in this Yeti cup.
3: (laughs) There's a really good um, house scotch over at Fiore De Italia, and it's he's the only one that can get it up here. Has a cool story, but anyway, that's a really good one too. See
2: the one that is a great restaurant. I Mm -hmm. love that place. Is he guy that does the sandwiches?
3: No. No, he's a, he, It's Italian food, but it's really famous for their whic- whiskey. Oh, oh, and
2: he's bourbon. the one on Thirty uh, Sixth. No, damn. It's off of. He's
0: been the neighborhood here, over right? there by yeah. behind Spinard
3: by Boys and Girls Club. Yeah. Hell to the yes! Back you in know, there,
2: his restaurant is in the weirdest spot.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the oh. restaurant next to, it, or I guess you could say, like the Quantet Hut next to him was like. The oldest, most famous, famous restaurant in Alaska for a long time. Yeah, he's got now really good awesome wines product. and stuff too. Yeah, he he does a lot of um single varietal whiskey. I think barrels is what you call. It. But he like will order a single barrel and taste all a bunch of different barrels and pick the one he wants, mm. and then release that for yep. sale out of his place. Mm. Really good food. It's a good yeah. spot. It's a good hot yeah. spot. Maybe
4: it's like all glassed off, right? Like the bar part. It's like it's like a separate entity from the restaurant. A yes. Yeah. Bit. yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I remember I had like an insurance claim or something I handled with him, and I got to go like behind the scenes, and then the 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 wine vendor had stopped by, and. She busted all these bottles, cracks them all open. They just sit down, starts grabbing glass. I had a glass. I'm like, of course, I don't even know what I was. Swirly. I'm just like. Good mouthfeel. At the time, I'm not ready for wine yet. I was only like in my 20s. So I I could drink uh, barefoot and be like, "Mm." (laughs) you know what I mean? Like crappy ass wine. I didn't know the difference. But I thought the interaction with the vendor was really cool because she just wasn't allowed to come and, like, oh, yeah, get in and out of there. It was, like, a process. Yep. And yeah. And oh, I could that's tell like that's it. just how he handled yeah. his everything.
3: That's high quality, Well, that's what sure. Nick
0: does. And he's, oh, like, the perfect yeah. guy for that. For sure. Lexi's brother. The oh, show.
2: That's his, uh, Yeah, that's his job. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's a distributor?
0: Yeah, but he does all, like, the Girdwood restaurant all over the place. Yeah. Oh, he he's response. perfect for that. He, oh, oh 100%. yeah. Oh, my so he always has, like... Just bottles in his car. Yeah. So every time it's like we're getting together for dinner. He's like, "Well, what do we want to have here? You want to try <laughs> red or white? I already
3: opened this one. <laughs> it's, getting, it's being oxidized by the moment. The show, Let's man. Have it. Let's have it. Did you guys get the chicken um, stuffed or prosciutto cheese stuffed chicken when you went there?
4: I don't think so. I'm like on the quest for the best chicken parm. It's like a simple dish, oh, but yeah, I'm yeah. a New York guy, so wherever yeah. I go, mm. I make sure to see if that's if that yeah. hits good. Then I'll 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 go. I'll you know, check the rest of the menu. Uh, yeah, the yeah That's yeah. really fair. Did yeah. You
0: try BK's?
4: You know, I I have
0: neglected that one. Uh, should, should I check it out? It's back. <laughs> 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 that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Alexia like, "It's back." That's the only thing I ate from like ninth grade to. <laughs> that's <laughs> a real thing the burger the king the, the burger king chicken
3: parm sandwich chicken parm is A no sandwich. way yeah, yeah. It's it like has marinara it. on it and everything i guess i never had it
2: but i mean might oh. be ketchup but <laughs> <laughs> so who's
3: leading the race on the chicken parm right now Ooh. locally yeah
4: i would say that place really uh, yeah. oh hell yeah yeah i mean everywhere else it's <sighs> yeah i would say i would say they got it yeah it's it, part of it is like how you pound it out, too. Like yeah. sometimes you get like a big, thick
3: chunk and you're like, nah, no, nope. you yeah. got mm. to make the cutlet. Yeah.
2: yeah. Cutlet. Yeah. Yep. And then the breading can't like fall off. It can't like sweat off and peel off. It's got to like stick yeah. mm. with it's every like bite. It's like a
3: four-step process. Yeah. 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 Everything yeah. there. Yeah.
0: Their steak is amazing. Like I tried veal for the first time over there. Veal. Yep. It's oh, amazing.
2: Yeah. yeah. That's what I've had there is veal
0: yeah oh, it's yep. it's but it's tough to get in there we used to go all the time and they blew up
3: now now it's like it's yeah, it's, 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 it's tough to get in there i think it's the whiskey bar you know yeah
2: mm.
3: yeah Maybe that, we should go like, uh
2: dabble yeah like I'm do you guys d- which, where's your finest scotch <laughs> like yeah. 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 yeah i'm bring trying the, to think of the name book. but <laughs> i usually don't like
3: scotch but that blend they have there is amazing okay so it's uh yeah and it's their
4: it's their jam. It's like something they do,
3: or so. Sorry, I mean, it's art? from Scotland. Oh, oh, oh. Um, oh but that. but they they have exclusive rights in Alaska to God, it. it. So you can't get it anywhere else in Alaska. Okay, uh, and then it has some like crazy. You, you gotta go ask him about the story. He told it to me. I would fuck it up, but <laughs> it, 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 the the scotch was like lost in a ship or something and then found the kind of story. Oh, so perfect. Yeah, it's legit. We use the barrel. I mean, Scott, the thing about scotch is that they, they put it in any used barrel, right? Mm-hmm. That like, you know, if you're getting bourbon, you have to get like whatever medium oak and it's toasted to this or whatever it is. It, um, and it, there, there there's like uh, specifications that has to fit in. But scotch is like, the oh, squishy. we're going to use like red wine barrels and we're going to use oh, bourbon really? barrels and we're going to mm. use this barrel. And I think the only spec is it has to be a used barrel mm-hmm. for scotch. And then it, there's like four different areas in that scotch comes from in scotland and some of them are like up in the north where it's like more peaty um and then some are like in the middle um where it'd be less peaty i guess and uh, so then you can get like blends of them and then oh, this particular one over there's a blend perfect that's everything i know about scotch so <laughs> okay <laughs> there dave, you go
2: dave you mentioned uh can i call you dave uh, or do you go by David? I go by David, but I'm gonna stop calling you Dave then. I appreciate that. All Thanks, right, man. yeah, that's why I had to ask. So Davy, uh. <laughs> <laughs> so, so D.
0: I feel the same way. I don't like Dan.
2: Yeah, uh, it's you like
4: know, my full name's David. Uh, yeah, Last I mean, I, 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 I
2: started too. saying, and I'm like, well, I should ask him because some yeah. people want to be fully named.
0: I appreciate that. Thanks.
2: Um, Thanks, Brand. Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't have that name. I don't have one of those names. You do it's, now. It's just yeah. it's just B. Brand. Brando. I mean, that kind yeah, of that could Brand. There you go. Brando. That could be Yeah. And I could you could not know me and I'd be like, mm, uh, "We're not really there yet." <laughs> so, you can call me Brandon for now. Just like me call him Dave he's like my uncle calls me that don't call me that
3: Dave's the the uh, whatever the um, octopus from the penguin movies so no one wants to be Dave Dave <laughs> <laughs> that's right from the cartoon <laughs> that movie yeah the movie the, oh they made Penguins? a movie the Madagascar oh penguin the kids movie, movie. Oh, yeah. the kids movie it's yeah, actually yeah, really funny yeah. oh okay funny. Yeah, yeah yeah it's hilarious like that yeah. one is one yeah.
2: if you have to sit down and watch a movie with your kids you will get yeah. some good laughs out, <laughs> out of that it that movie is
3: awesome
0: yeah. the kids movies are awesome well, yeah. like there's so much adult, yeah. like hidden oh, comedy. Totally. In there.
2: Oh, there's humor that kids will never get. Yeah. That's there for us. Totally. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. David, you yes. said you're a whiskey guy. What is your
4: favorite whiskey? Ah, uh, you put me on the spot. You know, um, my wife just grabbed me a bottle for the holidays. Um, mm. I couldn't tell you the name. It's got a name like that where okay. you can't where you can't pronounce it um a little bit of smokiness to it as well um mm. and we've really been enjoying that i wish i knew the name of it um yeah but
2: something before that maybe that got you rolling
4: i think the thing that got me rolling was uh it's pretty basic man some like basil hayden you know like okay. i finally yeah. started getting into it and then um, i mean i was just
2: hoping you wouldn't say crown
4: no okay. no but sure. uh, there were some four roses that we had on our trip that was really good mm. um which just sounds really funny um, yeah but yeah. Uh, like four dudes drinking four roses like bourbon like yeah. the wild and it's a
2: manly shade of rose
4: i, I did not select <laughs> it um but uh, but uh yeah um uh whistle pig
0: it's pretty good one. Yeah. yeah have you tried um
2: canadian hunter <laughs> <laughs> that's brutal yeah. everyone's tried that if it's only bottled out on a hunt you will enjoy it like it oh, is oh yeah you will yeah.
0: uh red breast i don't know that yeah, that was what Dave Tidings would always bring, like oh, on yeah. the end of the hockey
3: season and shit, uh-huh. or a random Monday. I like that Angels envy. Rye. Right, that's oh, that's the ticket for me. Not cre- the opposite of Knob the Preak? Devils. The Devils cut. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the old Knob
2: Creek. Ooh, you ever wow. had that?
0: Yeah. Ugh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That one's
2: good. I if guess. you want to watch somebody puke on site mm-hmm. at a bar, <laughs> yeah. just give them a shot of that. <laughs> oh, All right, that sounds gross yeah, yeah. So here you go. Keep yeah. What kind of gut you got?
3: I like it really smooth, <laughs> or I'm just not going to drink it.
2: Yeah. And I. Chad said you fucked up if you're going to start scotch at this level. Because now you can never can't go down. Yeah.
3: But everything under this sucks anyway. So <laughs> this yeah. is pretty much the bar. I think th- you to have to go. Yeah, I think you have to go big money on scotch to okay. get like a decent one.
4: I, I'm kind of showing myself here, but John, Johnny Walker would be in this realm, right? Yeah. So, like, where would you go with like, say, like a blue or a black label on that? Black. So, with for this comparison, yeah. Okay. Okay. I
3: would say it's like a black.
2: Johnny Walker's good quality, though, right? Yeah. I mean, the black considered is a good the.
3: The, is the highest? Yeah,
4: yeah. You have like the red, the, like, was it red? Oh, Johnny Slam, Walker red,
2: blue, blue,
3: and then black. black. Yeah. Black's like the top. green. The,
2: I don't know. Is, green one? is that what that there means? I wondered what the, color, the oh, colors are. The colors are tears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Apple.
3: Absolutely.
0: Johnny Walker apple.
3: I,
2: uh.
3: Pineapple, <laughs> yeah. buddy. <laughs>
4: I ordered a blue at a buddy's restaurant when we were kids, and uh, his dad was not super, super happy about oh, it. Oh, yeah.
3: Restaurants so. really screw you on it, dude. Because <laughs> it, it was like
2: the most expensive drink he had to pay for? or dad and I wasn't quite 21. So oh, yeah, those there, there combined, you go. Really there didn't you go. Really oh, he's really like, <laughs> oh, whiskey hammer, huh? Okay. <laughs> I guess I'll have to hold yeah. your hair later.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you had to pay for dinner? <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh let's take a quick break and we'll come back and get into uh some david brophy history
3: barney sports chalet supplying hunters with the best hand selected gear since 1963. barney specializes in supplying hunters with the absolute best alaskan proven gear on the market for some of nature's most rugged and demanding terrain Whether you're headed to the remote volcanic islands of the Alaska Peninsula in search of a brown bear, or the shale-infested glacial valleys of the Brooks Range for dull sheep, it is critical you choose the right gear for your dream hunt. Don't miss Barney's exclusive brand, Frontier Gear of Alaska, tested from the high mountains of Tajikistan to the extreme conditions of Alaska. These products were designed for high performance and durability. Frontier Gear was derived from decades of experience hunting big game in Alaska. Paired with other top brands, it provides you the absolute best gear selection anywhere in the world. Stop in at Barney Sports Outlet in Anchorage on Northern Lights or check out their custom website and reference tool at barneysports.com.
2: The Alaska chapter of Backcountry Hunters and Anglers. BHA is the voice of our Alaska public lands, waters and wildlife. From national level policy work to engagement with boots on the ground projects from Kotzebue to Ketchikan. BHA performs public land cleanups, hunting and fishing clinics, and community education to help take your game to the next level. BHA's community-minded goal is to uphold our hunting and fishing legacy while keeping wild lands wild and fostering the next generation of sportsmen and women for years to come. Make sure to follow BHA Alaska for upcoming events, local brewery, pint nights, and more. Stand up for Alaska public lands and waters by supporting the Alaska chapter of Backcountry Hunters and Anglers. Join us today at backcountryhunters.org. The Treehouse
0: AK, your one-stop dispensary located at 341 Boniface Parkway. Be sure to ask the bud tender about their deal of the day, because honestly, there's always something good on deck. And guys, listen, this is where the culture lives. At the Treehouse, their dedication to servicing consumers has been developed through a lifetime of involvement in the cannabis culture. They're committed to providing the highest quality products at whatever value your budget affords, while always maintaining the deep-rooted principles that have carried them this far. Their focus is on relationships over transactions, and you can always depend on them to treat you with the respect you deserve. Hit them up at thetreehouseak.com, and remember, you must be 21 years of age to enter their store.
2: Total Truck and Alaska Overlander, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and overlanding products, providing all-inclusive rental vehicles and trailers, custom outfitted to explore the Alaskan backcountry with a unique and convenient traveling experience. At Total Truck, you can find brands such as ARE, RSI Smart Caps, Goose Gear, iCamper, Front Runner, Rigid Lights, Rhino Linings Bedliners, and everything you need to outfit your truck or SUV. Alaska Overlander provides 4x4 vehicles and expedition trailers custom modified for Alaskan adventures and outfitted with rooftop tents, fridges, and all the camping and cooking gear you need to start exploring. Visit them at alaskaoverlander.com.
0: Alright. Kind of uh, so you two
4: kids.
2: Of taking off.
0: Yeah. Two boys. Yeah. I've got two boys?
4: Two, two boys, yeah. Um, uh, Bjorn and uh, Axel. Um.
0: Bjorn,
4: you guys know what that means right
2: no i don't no, what does it mean so,
4: it's, so his name uh bjorn means bear um we were gonna go with bear but there's that guy and um and then you're in alaska and so like you don't want to be screaming for your kids saying bear 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 right so <laughs> oh, man. we were kind of between like bjorn and oso because oso is yeah. spanish yeah. so um we we went bjorn
0: right on God, my neighbor down the street awesome. has a um, really beautiful um uh not a Doberman, um Rottweiler. Beautiful dog. Like, like a really nice looking dog. And his name's also, So he's always yelling. Also, Osso. <laughs> that dog loves to escape. He's just but he's the sweetest.
2: Oh, he's a big sweetheart. Yeah, he's a sweet dog. But it looks like he's from the pits of hell. Yeah.
0: We laughed at Bjorn because we <clears throat> gave our other buddy Cisco that nickname. Bjorn Stitchko. Because he would always, <laughs> every time some, <laughs> something would fail, like someone would get a hole in their sock or a strap would wrap, he'd always be like, "I got it," and he'd pull out his like sewing kit and like just sew it back together. He used uh, floss. Floss, nice. Oh.
4: I mean, yeah. he
2: earned that nickname then.
0: Yeah. So yeah. then we started yeah. just Stitchco. calling him Beanie yeah. stitch Well, <laughs> and
2: so on the hat, the stereo, we were stereotyping, to be honest, yes. a little bit because he had this specific hat. He likes beanies with the ear flaps. Okay, and those are not just easy to find. Okay, you don't just go to every sporting goods store.
4: Like an actual proper beanie, like or like like a like, like the ball one, one like the like one of Bjorn
2: from
0: some Nordic the guy the you know, hat to Bjorn country. Wear. Okay, got it. Okay, got it. does that make <laughs> sense? Yeah, yeah. Think
4: Nordic
2: <laughs> like skiing. Yeah. Bjorn yeah. he's wearing wool <laughs> yeah. and and you know he's come rolling up in snowshoes and he can start a fire and like the whole thing. Your awesome son one day yeah, he's going to yeah, be no, doing that absolutely. Um, yeah, he. uh it was Bjorn, and then he started stitching stuff, and then it was like, now you are Bjorn Stitchko, and I used to make up fun like facts about Bjorn Stitchko. Yeah, he has the world record bully mammoth. You know, I would, every time I say his name, he has this this thing about him. So One time <laughs> climbed <laughs> Everston back in a day So
3: with those Nordic hats You know they have like the little uh, Drops down on the sides mm. Like I, I never I thought those were like decorative But turns out You know I got the kids in the junior Nordic They ha- have the kids tie them And so then they're skiing at the beginning It's cold Then their gets, head gets warm And then you just see these kids And the, they don't even use their hands so They just like yeah, Yank so their s- head back And then it's just whoosh, yeah. Oh yeah, I opens. didn't know it. I didn't know that at all. Well, no. I mean, yeah. I always thought it's it was
2: red. to tie, tie it up. well yeah.
0: yeah, so that you could take it off. They do it, it really
3: it. loose, and then they just yank it oh. off, and it just sits behind them like a cape. Oh, okay, and kind of
2: like uh sunglasses. Yeah, yeah, with
0: exactly. Because so, okay, you, you, have you have get so hot out, out there, right? Oh, the, yeah. Just the put hat. in Bjorn. Let's see what pops up. Oh yeah,
2: Bjorn beanie, Bjorn hat, Bj Bjorn Bjorn. Yeah. And yeah, put, that's put, how you spell it. And put yeah. hat.
3: You're gonna have to get Space Bjorn hat. one of these hats to wear to school.
2: Okay. See, this looks like a Bjornish type fellow. Yep. <laughs> He's fighting the bear. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me just say Bjorn hat. What is yeah. it gonna pull up? Uh, oh, I mean we're pretty see, damn see, close see, with that
2: there. one. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like we're getting real close. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> it
0: doesn't have the flaps though. <laughs> the ear. Need the ear, ear flaps. flaps and
4: the double tassel.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah you guys, get, you guys feel me though? Like you know what I'm saying? Like it's just. Well, but that's bjorn a, right, that's a really that cool hat. name yeah, yeah it was yeah. bjorn and uh the other boy the that's
4: other one is uh axel axel yeah we cool. uh yeah gosh uh, that was that was interesting too we we went with like the axel rose spelling but not because of him mm-hmm. and then um and then we did a name change or spelling change and um
0: that is a process Oh, you had already filled out all the stuff. We
4: filled it out, submitted. We were like, oh, this time, because no. like with with Bjorn, we didn't leave the hot, like we left the hospital and didn't have it dialed in, and so like this time we're like, oh, we're gonna do it this time, and so we went with Axel, submitted everything, and then we're like, you know, we want to spell it like AK, you know, like our kids born in Alaska, so let's like why not spell it that way, and it's a little bit more in alignment with how Bjorn is spelled it too, you know, yeah. like, mm. kind of like same, yeah, same like, thing, f- same thing, yeah, unique. Yeah. So yeah, how's yeah, it yeah. spelled? It's a we, we spell his name A K S E L instead of A X. Oh, oh, that's yeah. right. Oh. And then we did like a cool Google search on that, and there's some like like Norwegian dude named Axel who's like a badass skier guy. Sweet! And we're like, cool, that's him. Yeah, oh, <laughs> man,
2: that it cool. just so I wasn't stereotyping that bad. I mean, no, it actually yeah. is <laughs> yeah. like in line. Yeah, no, you were
3: stereotyping, you just but, nailed, uh, it. Okay. <laughs> right. you right. nailed it. Okay, you nailed it, and we're all good with that. Beautiful, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How's that
0: been?
4: You know, it's uh, it's it's come to me a little later in life. Like I'm um, mm-hmm. about to be forty six, um, and got two kids under three, um, and so that that has its own challenges. Uh, but it's beautiful. I love it. You know, it's 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 the ups and downs and all the crazy stuff about it But um, when I look at my my children, it's like pure bliss It's yeah. like pretty rad that like my wife and I have made these people, you know, and yeah. uh, we're responsible for like mm. What they may or may not do well in this this life coming forward. So that's that's also cool. Yeah. You know.
3: so it rad. They're just yeah. getting hit fun dad you. age, too.
4: Yeah, the three-year-old is like wide open um, Yeah yeah, he's, he's ready to go. Right on. Right <laughs> well, on. Lots I, of opinions. I've always
2: appreciated a parent. Um, as a young man, I thought I wouldn't want to have kids too old. But as I've gotten older now, um, I think you are so much prepared and better to be a parent now than if you were 22, 25, oh, totally, 28. Totally, and totally. I know that's, like, cliche-ish, but it's so true, man. Like, you gain so much more um, uh, maturity and uh, patience, mm. patience, and you gotta get a lot of stuff out of your system, and be selfish and and have things for you for a little while. Yeah. Before you you commit to that, because you're gonna give so much now.
4: Well, I, I totally agree, man. It's like you know, uh, you know, once once you do that, either on purpose or otherwise, like mm-hmm. it's it's completely about that. Those kids, you know, like yeah. you've you got to find a way to make that switch, and like it's much easier to do that when you're a little bit older, or you've just like you've been selfish for a while and done the things and gotten it out of your system, you know, because mm-hmm. um, then you don't, you know, nothing else is pulling at you. You're just like focused on the thing you got to do, and that's raise your children, you know. So um, yeah, I feel like that's kind of the perspective we have. Like we're yeah. both a little bit older, and so it's. Uh, you know, the, yeah, it's, it's, it's challenging in other ways because we're older. Like sometimes I think about like, man, I'm going to be like in my sixties by the time my kid's out the house, I got to be able to whoop his ass up until I'm like 60, 65. <laughs> <laughs> like if I can't beat him at basketball or whatever we're doing, like yeah. I'm going to be in trouble, you know? Um, <laughs> that's a, fu- that's, that's a true yeah. t-
0: statement. My son's at 12 and he's starting to test it now. Yeah. I had to choke him a couple times, <laughs> put him, make sure. Like,
3: <laughs> Just give him some dad strength. <laughs> run oh, right you know what, man? Then. Yeah. They want to start <laughs> testing
0: you. And then the little brother comes from behind and tries to take out the feet. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Get your MMA up.
4: Yeah,
3: yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah you got to totally.
2: remind them up. All, I mean, all the way through, eight. You know, teenage years, eighteen. Like dad always. You might be lifting weights and running and doing things, but yeah, yeah. I'm still taking you down, and you're gonna feel <laughs> yeah what it's like to have a man right. man handle you. That's and right. Remind you, you got you that know? dad's man- strength. Strength. Yep, yeah. Yep. You're like T T My knee. <laughs> 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 yeah, and I, I i work with a lot of young folks at work, and I always felt like I was the younger guy at work for many, many years, and it's shifted. And one of my pieces of advice to them is to enjoy their, their young years before they have kids. Yeah, totally. totally. You know, yeah. if you want to work a lot and work overtime and come in early and then party late on the weekends, you, you can't really do it. You can do it with kids, but that sucks. Yeah. And... um. I think one in this very short quick life where you don't know when any what can happen that you should enjoy the, your 20s and 30s as much as you can. Yeah. yeah. You know, we don't all, we don't all get to experience that, but if, you know, if they're you gonna can, do it, it's the right it's, time to do it. You don't want to you know, be doing, yeah. you don't want to be acting
4: like a 20 year old when you're 45, you know. Like you yeah. can, you can, but yeah, they're out there. There uh, yeah. Well, and I've
2: also seen folks, men and women where they have those babies really really early. And, and then they feel like they have to find that again when, okay, so let's say you have a kid at 19 and now your kid's 10, 12 years old and you're in your early 30s and you want to start acting like you're in your 20s again. Yeah. It's, ki- it's kind of embarrassing. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm not judging. I'm just saying it gets sometimes where you're like, oh, man, yeah, I was doing that 10 years ago. You know, it seems. It got just, real old. <laughs> it got real old. Yeah, and yeah. then it's.
0: But, but then now, know. like, you get, because I got buddies that their kids are already out of yeah. high school, you know, and they're, they're the same age, too. so they're, they're like, free yeah. to do all kind of stuff. I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. I got soccer practice, and yeah. I got to take my kids snowboarding, and, yeah.
3: you know, the not chads- I got to, but, yeah, yeah. you
0: know, I get to. The chads- but they're, like, already...
3: They're going to Moose camp, camp for a month. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They don't <laughs> have to worry or about they're it. They're going riding on a Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. And you're
2: yeah. Like, oh, man, I got school basketball practice, wrestling, guitar. <laughs> yeah,
0: we're going to go to the Winter nah. King Derby. Here, let me to look at my calendar.
2: I can go do something three weeks on a Wednesday. Is that good for you? Yeah.
0: If nothing <laughs> pops up. <laughs> <laughs> ah, whatever, man. Would you say you're a young codger?
2: I'm getting there. Codgerisms are starting to come out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Talk loud
0: My wife's been complaining I've been breathing loud
2: <laughs> Oh, just mouth breathing?
0: Yeah, because we have a new routine now We're both up in the morning Oh, right, Yeah Dude. And I'm just like You're all You are You just never system. heard me in the morning Like, this is how I breathe oh, I yeah. gotta get this air in before I go to work This is how men breathe Yeah, <laughs> that's
2: right Our wives love nothing more than a husband that walks I around I try to like come back 50 <laughs> times in the morning <laughs> yeah. too Like, oh
0: my God <laughs> I try to come just back with that something There was nothing She's just making herself pretty. I'm like, well, you are doing your hair.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You look great. (laughs) uh, 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 uh,
0: (laughs) As I'm putting my socks on. (laughs) Uh, David, walk us through some of your Alaska history. I did notice as I was looking at your page, and for people that are looking for the page um, to maybe get some of the pictures that you posted on your hunt, it is, um,
2: what was it again? Tatanka?
0: No, 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 oh, no. His, oh, oh, oh. his Instagram.
2: Oh, uh,
4: D 33. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. D dbrophy33.
0: Yeah, D dbrophy 33 on yeah. Instagram. Um, so I did notice that you, um, worked for life med.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, was a flight nurse for life med for about two years, a little over two years. Um, uh, mm-hmm. my background before that, I was, I've been a nurse for the last, uh, six, seven years. And, uh, that's kind of what got me up here. I have a really good friend that's here um, and work for the local hospital, one of the local hospitals, Alaska Native, and um, that's where I got my start here in Alaska working um, as a nurse, um, but with the goal that I would be some someday flying uh, as a flight nurse here. Um, and so I finally was able to do that and uh, worked for them for about two years, yeah.
0: Can you explain, for that's something that I've always say I'm going to sign up every single year. <laughs> and I don't because they advertise like, oh, it's fifty bucks for the fa- or whatever yeah. for the family, and it's yeah. such a deal. Yeah, and I'm always like, yeah, I could really use this. And then I set it down. I even put the reminder in my phone, and I just survived one more summer or one more hunting season with it. Yeah, but it's one of. The, can you explain actually what? yeah i mean it's
4: it's an easy sales pitch right it's like you know how many times do we spend drop 50 bucks on stuff we ain't ever going to use or or that's just (laughs) complete garbage right and so you know it's always hard to like throw 50 bucks on something that you're like ah that's never going to happen to me um but it does and especially you know like people that are out there and getting it in alaska alaska i like to say has its It likes to take people sometimes, (laughs) Uh, sometimes Mm -hmm. it takes them all the way and sometimes it just gets a little chunk of them. Um, And when you need that help and you got to get care outside of the state um, or even just getting flown in from somewhere remote, um, having that like insurance that that's provided through a company like LifeMed. Um, There are some other folks that do it as well, um, but they seem to do it pretty well. Um, And they, they offer that insurance program. I, I believe it is like 49 bucks for the, for the year, I think. Yeah. Um, and that, that covers you. Um, I, there's some nuances there that w- depending on what insurance you have and like the gaps that it fills with that. Uh, and I don't want to speak to the specifics of that you can call life med for that. Yeah. Um, but, uh, it, it is very helpful in that, uh, you need to get out of Dodge and you need a medevac and you need medical care. Um, it's, it's a good, good thing to have. So would especially they, especially in Alaska, I mean, everything that people do here is.
3: is would they fly out, uh, like a chopper out into the field to grab you or.
4: Uh, yeah, I, it could be a rotor or it could be fixed wing. It just depends on where you are yeah. uh, and if there's a runway there or not. Yeah. Um, so um, for LifeMint specifically, they have a couple of rotor bases, just two. Um, they have one up in uh, Palmer area, Wasilla, uh, and then Soldatna. Uh-huh. Um, so that would kind of be your helicopter experience for for them. Uh, everything else is going to be a fixed wing, whether it's like a King Air or, a, or something like that. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, so mostly utilizing like, uh, runway or like airstrips out in the rest of Alaska. You know? yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and then a lot of, you know, if you, if you need it, um, that insurance would not only get you here to Anchorage to get you definitive care and get you stabilized, but if you needed further care that wasn't available here, it would take you even further and get you down to Seattle or whatever, whatever facility you needed to get to, um, mm. along with working with your insurance. So, yeah. um,
2: is that yeah. like a jet? Um,
4: and that, if you're going to Seattle, then at least for us, yeah, you'd be flying in a jet. We, uh, I'll say we, uh, they, um, are now utilizing, uh, well, they've always used like a Learjet, um, Mm -hmm. whether it's a 31, 35, or I think, uh, the 45s now. So, uh, which are really nice. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm
0: I mean, you can't beat it. Yeah, 50 it's not, bucks. It's
4: not the jet you want to be in, but if you have no, to be in one, good, that's a great, yeah. that's a great, Hell great man. place, a great jet to be in.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, if you're calling them, you're ready for any jet to come yeah. get you yeah, or no, anything uh, to come get you. I'm yeah.
3: always worried about being in a spot where like maybe it has chopper access, you know, but even, even with that, it's like you have to have like a nice like braided stream or like a dried up lake or something that, you know, above Alpine maybe to get to because rarely like we're playing somewhere. There'd be like a runway. So it's always been hard for me to like choose which one I sign up, sign up for. Cause it's like, I need to make sure that it has chopper access. And I didn't realize that they had chopper access.
4: Yeah. Yeah. But I mean that, 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 I don't want to say that's irrelevant really. It just depends on where you are, like yeah. wherever you're deciding to recreate, yeah. like if it's too far for, for a rotor to get to you, like you're, yeah. you're, you're waiting on a fixed wing no matter what. You yeah. Know? So yeah. Um, yeah,
0: what's the other company? Um, so re-
4: the other, the other, uh, I don't know all of the name. There's a, there's like four or five Medevac companies in the state of Alaska, oh, okay. maybe, maybe more. Um, but the other big player besides Life Med is Guardian. Um, Guardian, um, yep, yeah. But I, I, I can't really speak too much to what they do. I think they also offer a similar insurance program, or you know, a yearly fee that you pay. I don't, I don't know what it costs or what they provide, but
0: yeah, yeah. I, I heard something, that I don't know if it's true or not, like, depending where you're at, whoever's closest, whether, and sometimes it could even be a military um, outfit or guardian or life med or whoever, and I don't know if it's true or not, but they'll send whoever first, and then you could still, like, count it towards your life med because it's mm. like an insurance yeah yeah
4: yeah I yeah I'm not too sure about that but there's quite there there's definitely situations where we will work alongside like Coast Guard or military and mm. um, you know if it's uh, if it's the weather super bad and the only thing that can get in there is maybe like a military type plane or something like that or with their training they, they may take that that risk to do that yeah uh, and then you know wait for the weather or they they fly somewhere we can fly and then we'll meet up with them and then take the patient further um, or, you know, if the only thing that's available, like Kodiak's a great example. Uh, you got that Coast Guard base that's there and yeah. every so often the, the, so LifeMed specifically has a base there in Kodiak. Um, and, uh, they'll quite often work with, uh, Coast Guard to, they'll fly rotor to pick somebody up, bring them back in and then we'll fly them into Life LifeMed
2: takes it from there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So what's like, um, some of the more common things that you would have to be called out for or that they get called out for versus like extreme measures.
4: Uh, I mean you, like you have like, well every village, I mean there's so many villages throughout the state. Right. And so all of them, not all of them, but quite a few of them have clinics associated with them. And then there's some bigger areas that actually have a hospital, um, in anchorage the big one for us is always bethel uh-huh. um and so they have a pretty big hospital system there for what it is um and so i would say the anchorage base specifically is flying there quite a bit i mean to say we would go out there one or two times a day would not be an oh, exaggeration wow. Uh, wow. along with any along with anything else that we're flying so but Life Med and, and I'm sure Guardian too, they have bases throughout the state. So like we have one here in Anchorage, they have Kodiak, we have Fairbanks um, and then they have the Rotor bases and a few other ones, Juneau. Um, and so there's, there's lots of coverage throughout the state um, based off where that particular base is. And we even have like one of the really cool bases that uh, that Life Med has is, is in Bethel specifically. And so that base there will just go to all the outlying villages mm. um, and bring folks in. Yeah. And that one's really neat because uh, a lot of what they do feels a little bit more like um, like you're like, – like first first responding type oh, stuff, right? You know, yeah. Where for us coming out of Anchorage, like every once in a while, we'll get that scene type of call where like we're landed on like an airstrip and the ambulance is either bringing them to us and they're they're crashing, but quite often we're just going to a clinic or a hospital that's already yeah. stabilized that patient. Those guys, your
2: secondary kind of, yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: Not all the time, but but a majority of the time. But yeah. Bethel guys, they're they're the first person to see that patient, and um, and quite often a lot of the stuff that they see is pretty pretty gnarly. Um, and so they get they get a lot of interesting, challenging calls out there. Sure. And then a lot of times, if it's that bad, like the, sometimes we'll do what's called a wing to wing. So they'll grab them in the village, land in Bethel, and we'll time it where we're landing at the same time, roughly.
2: Oh, to grab a person, and transport them, boom? The boom.
4: Yeah, put them right on the plane and get them direct right to Anchorage. Not just bypass the hospital sometimes if 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 that patient needs that, you know. So,
2: wow.
1: Yeah.
0: To yeah, I, know, I always wondered, like when school. you hit that SOS, who's coming? Yeah, like who do they call? Like, where does the call go to? Right, does yeah. it go to Life Med? Does it go to the military, Coast Guard? I, does it depend where you're at?
2: I've always felt it was whoever's.
0: That's why I asked that
2: because resource was closest.
3: I know that when we yeah. had to rescue um, Jim at Moose Camp, we called. We had to make a lot of calls, and we I think we ended up calling you guys um, um, out of Palmer, and they came. So did they fly in with the rotor then? Oh, yeah, 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 right. yeah. And we had a they had to dry our land in like a dried up lake. Lake a dried up pond. Did
2: you have to get him to a spot?
3: Uh no. I mean the pond is like 15 yards from the tent. So Oh, okay. Yeah, they were the dry, to get right dried dried up to camp Yeah, it was just lucky. It was dry and it was big enough, but there's like no other place to land other than that Doesn't one, mean, like yeah, sinkhole kind of thing. Yeah. Um but I, I rem- it was a real pain in the ass like um when we would call like 911, they'd like hook us up with um just
2: through sap phones.
3: Yeah. Mm. They they would like hook us up with um like toke and they're like, "Oh, we're going to come down." uh with a four-wheeler in or a six-wheeler that's like set up with like a bed and we're like well he's not going to make it if that's the case so we yeah. that's not going to work and so there's a lot of calling i think you almost like i forget that when i had it wasn't those two but it had like a number you could call on it on the card um but then now now um uh the SOS feature on those GPS's or the Garmin's like you can when you do your plan for the year you can sign up for that and I don't know if it's through Guardian or who
4: yeah I don't I don't think it specifies that when you do that I think whenever mm-hmm. you hit that SOS on your Garmin I don't know who it calls but yeah. they, they they figure that out they you know? do yeah, yeah like they'll awesome. make the call and then whoever is like yeah. first up or available or willing to goes to it like a
2: dispatch yeah and dispatch yeah, yeah. is like okay Coast Guard can get there faster troopers can get there faster that's awesome to do Life that can way. get there faster faster um oh it's kind of weird that hasn't doesn't done that in a while that sensor on our our uh, light switch over there but you Um, you had
4: mentioned something about like you know like having to get like this vehicle to bring him here and do that like that's another cool aspect of that job is sometimes like not only you're flying a plane but like you may land and then have to get on atv and then get to Mm. a boat and then take that boat over across the way and then come back the other way or you're getting on a snow machine to go pick somebody up and Mm. You just never know what you're gonna get oh, that's into. awesome you know, it's it's mm-hmm. pretty neat
3: yeah i bet there's a bunch of people that are really good to work with that are trying to help you figure out that as well it's like oh i got a snow machine you can jump on every I,
4: my experience in alaska everybody has been so helpful yeah. like they're just there mm. like it is the
2: community itself yeah yeah, yeah.
4: all the time I've, I've never experienced one thing where someone's like giving you like the business like mm-hmm. do it this way or blah 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 it's always like what can we do for you and like let's make it happen yeah Really, really cool community here.
2: I think that goes hand in hand with uh, the what you had mentioned a few minutes ago about how it, it can take take you or take a chunk out of you. Yeah. Where if you recreate or you play around out here enough, everybody respects that, or the general public that is out in the shit respects that, so they know when it when the shit does hit the fan, and there are professionals coming in for uh, recovery or or assistance or care that everybody clicks into that mode. Like it's seems like when anytime I've ever experienced anything where something went wrong, everybody seems to click into the right mindset of being helpful and whatever they can do to be a positive impact on it.
4: Yeah, I think, I think you have to here more, more so than anywhere else because yeah. there's, there's not other options. And so if yeah. people don't get their shit together real quick. Like you're in trouble. Yeah. And so like, you, sure. there's no time to like kind of mess around. And so I, I, I don't know if people think about that consciously or they just kind of know that that's why I, I I am meant it, by that. You know? I think you yeah. just
2: know, yeah or if you, you didn't know now, you know, <laughs> you know, yeah. And yeah. I, and you learn
0: the hard way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <It's,
2: laughs> yeah. Cause yeah. I sure. think all of us have gotten into some stuff. Um, you know, thankfully, haven't to the, that level, but I've had situations where I could have gotten there, and then, and then I think about it later, and I'm like, man,
0: I, could have been way worse. Yeah,
2: I didn't think about that. I didn't. I didn't. So as I'm getting older and more mature, as I recreate, I start to prepare better, and I, I certainly don't want to get in that situation. However, you know, medical kits, first aid, you know, GPSs. You know, yeah. those yeah. things are,
3: be, are become important. Be ready uh, for, yeah. like, the unexpected, yeah. for sure. Yeah,
2: well, that, that, versus that. throwing some Red Bulls and Jaeger in your backpack <laughs> and pull the yeah. machine yeah. in, you yeah. know. That's all i need. And now it's, yeah. you know, yeah. avi packs and first aid kits and, you yeah. know. GPSes. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah, it's just Well, they got me
0: thinking when you said the first aid thing. What, what, what do you think is something that maybe the average person should have that they don't have because i know what what, what's in my kid or the average kid is the average things maybe there's something you've seen that's like you should have this
4: you know, I, I could probably list off a couple of things, but I think the, the what I would preface it with is use a thing that you know how to use, you mm. know, uh, that you're comfortable using, you know. like Have you some could, training
2: on. Yeah,
4: or? yeah. I could say get this gadget or do this thing or like, you know, I, I have a little staple gun, mostly because I can't wait to like throw some staples into my buddy's forearm and watch him scream, yeah. you know. But like <laughs> I also know how to do it a little bit uh, and I feel comfortable with that, whereas somebody else may not feel comfortable. So yeah. like why do that, you know. Um, mm. I, I think your basic thing, like everybody that's in the backcountry, should know how to use a tourniquet. Yeah. Like something's going to take a bite out of you, and if it hits a major vessel, like you need to know how to use a n- tourniquet uh, and and know how to really use it. A lot of people don't quite use it the way you should, yeah. uh, or tighten it up as m- It should hurt real bad <laughs> when you put one of those things on. Um,
0: and they got them nice small, like yeah Little yeah, ones yeah. travel ones so.
4: yeah you might just have to like do a few more squats in the off season but you ain't gonna feel that thing in your backpack you know Like yeah. it's, pretty, oh, yeah. it's pretty light you know yeah um i think that's a big one um i think some people can nerd out on it and bring like iv stuff and all that but right. no yeah you, know, you can carry fluid with you you know um <laughs> it's just too you know if you, you yeah. can help it yeah yeah, yeah. Like, so you, you have to think things practical you know whether it's a tourniquet or like that clot stuff, yeah. you know, you can throw it on a wound. Yeah. I think that's probably a great thing to bring. Mm. Yeah. Um,
0: What's that called? I don't have that. Bloodstopper
3: like- is the one I have. I don't yeah, know. there's probably a couple of different it's companies. It's like a powder, that that right? Yeah. Yep. That's uh, one thing I had to add a Quick to my clot, kit. I think they call it. Yeah. Yeah. Quick, clot. quick clot, yeah. 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 Yep.
2: Well, David, how about let's go, let's reverse back. Let's say training. What is uh, what is something that you'd recommend an outdoorsman or th- an enthusiast, of all different, you know, um, recreational activities, probably do first. What?
4: Yeah, I, I, I it probably starts real basic with just getting CPR. You know, yeah, you know, that's probably there most people's introduction. If you're going to take some kind of class, um, I mean, I, I don't know if I should say everybody should know that, but uh, more people mm. should know that than not. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's pretty helpful. We we found that that's that's more helpful than than less, right? Um, And then, you know, for all of us that are playing outside, probably taking some kind of wilderness, like first aid type course, because Mm. those are super great because they – they make you think outside the box. It's like, well, well, you don't have crutches or you don't have a Stokes basket. Like, well, make one. Well, How do I do that? Yeah. Um, and so I think...
2: Learn how to use a tourniquet. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you don't have a tourniquet,
4: how do you do that? Like, uh, get a couple of sticks and some shoelaces and, like, let's fire it up. You okay. Know? But, but if you haven't, like, thought about that, those classes help you think about that and have, mm-hmm. your, have your hands do it and your brain and eyes are watching mm-hmm. that. And then now you have that skill. Whereas if somebody just tells you about it, it's a different thing. So... Um, yeah, I think just like a, you know, starting with like a CPR type class and understanding that and getting some like basics there. And then, like, the, um, there's definitely quite a few folks now that are offering that like wilderness first aid um, and some really great folks that are putting it on. And I think that's, you know, if you've got a hunting party or, you know, or if there's a guide that's going with you, somebody in that group should have a little yeah. bit of that, you
3: know. Oh, for sure. Because it's
4: what, you know, minimum an hour, more likely three to four maybe six before someone gets to you. And then if the weather shit, it's that's, a couple of days. Yeah. That's good weather. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Hopefully his name's Bjorn. Yeah. Bjorn. <laughs> yeah. Stitch
2: hey, I'm, I need to get more. You're not CPR comparing. certified? mm
0: They make us do it every yeah. two years yeah. or
2: whatever. I mean, I feel like I, I'm lucky enough where I go with somebody that's had some training. Yeah. But what uh, if you're the one that has well, to yeah. do that? well that's what I mean you know yeah. staying, I, what if alive. The,
3: staying alive yeah <laughs> yeah I think yep.
2: it's just been a young man's mindset of uh, not bulletproof but just uh you know what happened to me and then as you've had enough experiences in the woods and doing things yeah you know you'll have like a, a little hiccup or a little close call and you're like ooh yeah, I think I start getting trained for some yeah. of this stuff.
4: I feel like Alaska does that more than any place I've lived. And I've been in a lot of places. It's like it's like the New York City of, like, outdoor close calls, you know? Like, mm. if, if you're out there doing it, you yeah. know? Like, you know, yeah. people that just sit in Anchorage, like, why aren't, why aren't you just in Kansas? Like, be anywhere, you know? Mm-hmm. But if you're out there playing, sorry, is anybody from Kansas here? No. no, no but, no, no. but <laughs> so Kansas it's, is a great place. It's but. really flat.
2: <laughs> you're not climbing but, a lot of mountains. Yeah.
4: But uh, yeah, I, I, I just you know I think it's one of those places that that the more you're in it, you're you're gonna stumble upon something you shouldn't, you know. So yeah, it doesn't have to be an animal, right? It could be anything. Yeah,
3: yeah. So,
0: um, let's transition out of that sadness. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> uh, I want to talk about rafting a little yeah. bit. Um, I know that you obviously you you did your hunt on the raft, but before you did that, did you get into that from just being here or was that something you brought with yourself from somewhere else
4: yeah I brought brought it with me uh you know that's that's um it feels like a lifetime ago but I uh, before I came here I lived in North Carolina for a while and um they have the U.S. National Whitewater Center there it's one of the first men I think it's I don't know if it's the first but it's it's right around one of the top two three places that are first man-made whitewater rafting centers mm-hmm. <laughs> um and so there was like an olympic training facility and uh in order to kind of fit the bill for that um they also had it like so you could do rafting there uh, and i was a raft guide there for uh four or five years um and so that's kind of how i cut my teeth just like being on a boat yeah. uh, in a very controlled like man-made setting which was really a great place to learn yeah uh, sure then, all the maneuvers and yeah and then you know Everybody that works that job, you know, I was probably one of the few that wasn't like a traditional river rat that came with that experience. Like I got it there, but there were so many folks that that's just, that was their life, you know, right. like these kayak guys, that's just, they live for it. And this was a way for them to like, you know, get a buck here and there. Um, and so then you inevitably like, you know, go out on like actual trips where you're hitting real rivers with these guys. And so you start picking up some stuff there. So, um, yeah, that was my initial exposure to it. Um, I had never, uh, rode a raft until i came here mm. uh i've always like just been on the back with like you know one stick okay back. gotcha yeah, yeah. Uh, you know just yelling at my people like all forward two back all that yeah. kind of stuff and
2: yeah uh, it was more of a collective effort yeah on raft.
4: yeah like that was my experience and then here it was different but um i i it was pretty natural it was like an easy easy transition for me i felt pretty good with it so
0: have you done many rivers
4: no i mean just uh with this hunt the kuskokwim and then i you know going on the Kenai. You know, a thousand times. Well, not yeah.
0: th- a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You
4: yeah, know? yeah. But that's like the, you know, it's the backyard, you know? So, yeah. right. Uh, we did the placer. Oh yeah. Yeah. The placer. Oh, from
0: Spencer Glacier. Yeah.
4: uh, yeah. Oh no. Did you go on the train and come down? Well, I've done Spencer Glacier pack rafting with my wife. That was pretty fun. We did Mm. 20 mile pack rafting, which is, uh, you know, maybe a a story for another time. Uh, lots of bear encounters and crazy shit happened on that. But so we pack (laughs) rafted that, but we did the, um,
2: you do the blueberry pass hiking deal. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I mean like real quick, we had like a black bear come at us and then right after he was done messing with us, we had a brown bear come at us and he Mm. the brown bear did what it was supposed to do once it saw me it was like i don't want any business of that but the black bear was like a big pain in the butt yeah Mm. was that Um, all on
2: the riverside it was right at the it
4: was right at the right at the the pass yeah yeah, we had just set up camp and like we were in the tent and like soaking wet and we're just like all right well let's get something to eat and so we like march out and like go make our food somewhere and uh get back to camp and I'm like, man, I got like a wrapper on me or something. So I was like going back to the the bear bag that we hung up in some tree. And uh, as I'm like untying it, this is like black bear head like pops right out. Oh. Like, What's up, man? And like my <laughs> wife's like, bear. <laughs> and uh, so we had to stand off with this thing for a while. It got to the bag, but after it was done with the bag, it came for us, uh, wanted to see what else we had, you know? Mm. Um, i we had one can with us I didn't bring a gun with me because I was like I'm gonna pack raft why do I need a gun yeah, yeah um and uh ended up throwing a rock at the damn thing and hit it and it took off that and then cool. right as it took off the the, grizzly, the brown bear came out and like it it <laughs> went for the bag and yeah it was it was pretty wild but yeah so yeah those are those are most of the rivers I've done so cool yeah. that's <laughs> all pretty
2: challenging too uh right i mean isn't
4: yeah, I don't know. I mean, like the twenty mile wasn't too bad. Uh, okay. The upper stretches are a little bit hard to navigate. Yeah. But how not, was that? It's it's very braided, and then like sometimes like the section will I just it'll it. just go through like a like what looks like just a bunch of alders, and you're like, what? Well, that ain't it. And then you, then you have to you go pop find, back out. Yeah, or you find a dried out riverbed, and uh-huh. that's what you follow to the main thing. So you kind of figure it out, you know.
3: So, and you're talking about the first uh, like finger that you drop into, or the tributary.
4: I think so, well, so there's two, right? So if the like, if you're going up, if you're river left on the up, what would be river right? That's more of that glacial fed area. Uh-huh. Yep. And then the other one, I've been up the other one in a jet boat. Where yep. it Takes you all the way up to that right. back 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 lake. Um, right. um, but um, yeah, this would be the more river. River left up or just river right. Right, right. Um and that comes out of the pass itself. Right, right. Yeah. And you
3: felt comfortable to get in there. Yeah. I mean sometimes
4: we were just getting out of our boat, you know, and just carrying it and like portaging it to the next section and then we would come through. But um not a whole lot of I mean, there were sections where it was like strainer, but it was going through like just like a new area. Uh so you would walk around that. Or the river cut just some spot. Yeah. And And then once you're on the main river it's like Yeah. It's easy. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and Spencer was the same way. Like there was yeah. a couple of places you had to like figure out, but it was otherwise pretty, yeah, pretty basic. Well, was know?
2: that a fly-in to the lake and then float out, or the Spencer railroad?
4: Railroad, railroad. Yeah, yeah. That which is cool. Yeah, yeah, that's a cool experience. Yeah, that is a good one. Yeah, easy, <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> totally. So
2: yeah, I think I mean the, what a unique Alaskan experience I feel like to take the Alaska Railroad and you know take a train ride to a boat ride, you know, and then the scenic drive out. And, like yeah. Total package,
0: yeah. What kind of raft do you? You got a family raft now? Uh,
4: I mean, it's a Sotar. It's like a thirteen foot. Um, I fly fish a little bit, um, so I I I try to make it a little bit like a family raft slash fishing boat. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and now it's become a bison boat. (laughs) So there you go. Um, uh, yeah, it's a it's a Sotar. I got I got used from some some dudes here that I think hunted with it like once or twice and didn't have much use for it after that so now we're
2: rocking it yeah 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 i'm gonna pull up a photo of that
4: oh you got it on there
0: yeah, if I oh, the old sotar it. have you took the kiddos out yet
4: oh yeah 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 we have to so we when he was it. real little we, we would have to somehow strap him to it m-
2: monster
0: i've seen a person on the Kenai. you've probably been a lot you might have seen this person they straight put that um <laughs> in the middle of the raft or on the, one of the Sections they put the pack and play. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah. yeah. I, I have not seen that, but I, I could see. We had oh, friends, man. we had friends of ours say, you know, buy a plastic tub and put it, line it with Crisco and just throw them in there. That way, they every time they just slip, they it, just slip right yeah. back in yeah. 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 I, like, <laughs> I was like, maybe we'll do that. That's well, a
0: good little nap spot, too. It's yeah. good for a dog. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. One of those big totes.
4: Would that was, that was, I, I can't, what's the other glacier up there you have? Um. When you're going into Whittier and oh, Portage. Uh, Portage. Yeah. That's so that's, f- that's Portage. Yeah. Right there. yeah. That yeah, one cool. is, that one's super easy, but the get out, like the takeout yeah. is
0: terrible. Yeah. <laughs> but is it I think it's a good you? starter it for is. people that have oh, yeah. just got, a raft or, yeah. a, or a pack raft. Where do you
2: take out on that?
0: After, it goes up the highway. Yeah, yeah oh, that's right. right, right now, nice. But it's
4: it's a big steep climb, and you got to get over a guardrail. So like, oh. you know, you, you want to have a couple people with you. Yeah. People were really nice and helped us out with that, yeah. which is cool.
0: Well, yeah. that gets you yeah. trained up for having to unload yeah. the camp, reload the camp, <laughs> <laughs> unload the meat, reload the meat.
3: Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. another spot you can pop out, but it's like a quarter mile mile higher on the guardrail on the, oh, the, yeah, the yeah. road to um, portage okay yeah so yeah. it's like the first time the the river comes to the guardrail right after the, there's a trail that goes down it's like really yep. you can back into the water. you can miss it though oh I put the car there and yeah. make sure
0: you you tag where it is because oh. you'll flow right past that thing yeah. okay yeah
2: it'll be an opening on there if you're floating you'll be on your left side yes yeah yeah yep. Yep okay yeah and for people want to yeah. do it you just and go there's alders on the side so it's probably easy to miss the trail yeah yeah
3: yeah, yeah you know. won't see your truck until you're on it yep. okay. yeah okay and it's like the beginning of an outside bend so you kind of you kind of have to go across mm. real quick to get it yeah
0: so. it's super fun i mean even if you yeah it's yeah. super
2: chill so Dan, yeah. is that your fuchsia raft
0: Fireweed, man can yes. you see fire <laughs> yeah yeah when you see that's the fireweed cool, in the front
2: it's a cool picture though yeah, that, that it is that, that right in the sand that one little lone
4: yeah it was a nice flower. Nice, little, nice little spot for us for the day yeah the kid was loving it so we got to get the new one in it uh this summer so it'll be his first time on a boat so yeah
0: yeah yeah, fun. yeah it's fun yeah it's always
4: it's always interesting when you're on well I I think more locally like like Kenai and then that river, you know, when you're on that, it's quite often you're just driving those roads, right? And you can like see the river from the road yeah. and like the perspective mm-hmm. there. But then when you have the perspective in the water, mm-hmm. um it was like it was really cool to like be like, Oh wow, this is all it's like I've been looking at this the same thing through a car window, but it's so different now. Oh, like, awesome. yeah, yeah. Right now. oh man. yeah, yeah, especially main. that it rock sure garden is. Is. at the beginning. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You're talking about in, uh, on the... On Portage? Portage, yeah. Yeah,
0: that's fun with the paddleboard. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so yeah, people yeah. that want to try it, oh, you wow. just go to the lake there at Portage. Like, you're going to go to Whittier and just park on the right now, and you got to kind of drag your raft down there to the lake and start. That's where we started.
4: Yeah, it's right behind the, the main building. There's, mm-hmm. like, a little mm-hmm. little road there that you can take down, Gravel Road, that gets you to that bridge. You yeah. get right out of that bridge, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Another one I was going to recommend for you and anyone listening is that um the Talkeetna to Rabidu one. You'll go down the Taquita, and that flows right into the Sioux. Mm-hmm. It's a little intimidating, like you said, when you see it and you're not sure because it's so big and so wide. Yeah, yeah. That's a beautiful Flo- trip. It
2: flows pretty hard right there, too, it, it? I mean,
0: it's going to take you a little bit, but once you get yeah. out there, you're like, oh, this is it's super easy. Yeah. You can't go wrong on any of the braids, and it's yeah. going to take yeah. you back to that bridge, and you get the most epic view of Denali oh, wow. if it's a beautiful day. That's cool. Yeah, and yeah, it's I'll a short. It's definitely. a short. It's like a two-hour. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah.
4: Cool. Yeah, I have to get that in for my... Info from you before I leave. Yeah, yeah you just go
0: launch way. a Taukeetna the launch there and they'll yeah. launch on the Taukeetna River and it just flows right into the Sioux. Okay. And it just, and park your car at, at the Rabadoo campground there on the beach. That's a fun it's one.
2: It's actually fun if you go camping and four wheel on there. Yeah. And just do that for an activity for the day.
4: Oh, I. I've got the yeah. boat now, and I've got the four wheeler. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a fun it's one. Great you, family. You don't see
0: that there, many yeah. people doing it. I mean, I think you're, people are intimidated because how just dark and murky the suit looks, yeah. and it's so big and wide, yeah. and it looks mm. like it's just going crazy. But once you get out there, you're just like, there's yeah. nothing. Yeah. And there's so many cool sandbars and places to stop and have lunch and yeah. have a fire if you need to. Yeah, yeah, it's a really, really
3: and good. And the one. late fall, it clears up. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a really good, you know, dolly fishing
2: drops down a little bit
3: i want to float past i've oh,
2: never yeah. done that where so would you get ocean. out at the ocean no isn't there isn't there <laughs> you could go to the deshka sheep, if you wanted a really long sheep float. creek willow would creek. you get out at deshka no you know no, it's before that you could even do uh oh, um, no, you would yeah
3: you could get a, a Sheep or willow
2: uh kashwitna kashwitna that'd be a tough one to like find you'd have to really make sure you're like hard left
3: yeah
4: but you
2: could do sheep kashwitna montana yeah, you yeah. do all those. Mm-hmm.
4: Willow's pretty good. I've I've floated that. A couple oh yeah, that's times, fun, so yeah. Yeah, a fun. Yeah, yeah. Willow, yeah, Some good. another one. Willow,
0: you could yeah, float two willow. Yeah, you yeah. Know, yeah. Shout out to or the, or the bear paw uh, boys out there doing guiding that. Guiding that on willow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that kind of leads me into um, the research that you did when you found out that you drew um, the farewell bison hunt right? The lifetime. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I'm sure once you draw it, like it just the planning begins, right?
4: Yeah. I mean, you know, like, I don't, I don't know how most people do these things, but it's like, you know, you you have an idea of like a certain animal you want to go for and you put in for it. And so I had put in for this and, and really, you know, along with all the other options for, for bison in the area, you know, it's like a couple of them. and, And I had at first no idea you know, like I, I had an idea what farewell is, and you know, and then I would have to float it, but I didn't really research it like before I put in for it too much. I just knew I was like, oh, I can float it. I know how yeah. I to do a raft, yeah. yeah. Um, and so the research part got heavy once I once I finally drew the tag, yeah. Um,
2: but that is uh, hold up the map here. Uh,
4: yeah, you he uh, did the Cusco, right? Yeah, it's it's wild. You know, you you fly in there, and we uh, we started our journey at Roan Cabin there. Okay,
0: So mm-hmm. we
4: flew in and uh, we flew in with some folks from Telkeetna. Um I think there's you know multitude of ways you can do it. But I was pretty like like bent on trying to get all of us in at one time because weather was not good that week, like most weeks. <laughs> and so yeah. I didn't want to have like one plane in and, and have to wait, wait like, another day lot. or two. So the folks up in Telkeetna were able to do that for us and got four of us in and two boats and all our gear in one shot. So that was, that was good at Roan. And yeah. that was a beaver they flew in. Then? <laughs> no, I I don't I can't remember what kind of plane it was. K two a, a whatever. K uh-huh. two. Yeah, yeah they, But it was all, a big, you were all in plane. one plane. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
3: Okay. And uh, or like an otter or something.
2: I you know
4: no what that's what it was. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it was an otter. Yep.
2: So otter is bigger than a beaver. It is. Yeah. Is that a that's not a twin. That's gonna... you can
4: get a twin. Okay. This was not yeah. though. This was just the single yeah yeah
2: yeah. okay and that's going to be like a six passenger plane an otter would be i think
3: it could. it's it's just a little bit
4: bigger than uh than the beavers yeah yeah okay yeah yeah. so it it fit the requirements for what we need to get everybody in um they were super great Uh, the trip in was was amazing like most flights are here you know
3: yeah yeah Um, you know how they flew in i
4: don't i've got some pictures of it you know people familiar with the area might be able to pick out like what route we took yeah, um, yeah but just coming in was like you know we were above the clouds and then he like found a window dropped down below and we took the val some kind of valley in to get over to it yeah how he got us yeah. there like and, uh, rainy
3: pass or something you know i think you're right i think that's what it was yeah yeah rainy and pass. then you probably flew through farewell
2: yeah, because rainy uh, passes just right down. Pharaoh here. would be
4: north of where we came in, so I think because we came in like when we, when we finally got into the Rhone area, we were uh-huh. actually heading towards like Egypt Mountain. Oh, okay, Nikolai. so we we didn't go that far. We didn't come back up to it. Right, we were right to
3: it. You know, and then Roan Lake is that pretty big? Uh, the runway. Oh well, you oh you, you it's did, a runway. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was gravel. Yeah, yeah, all runway, right. Yeah, so
4: he yeah he just landed on a gravel runway and. Uh, then there's that cabin there, which is super sweet.
0: Oh, I mean, nice. you know, like a
4: yeah, nice start, you, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> you know, like all the logistics. Your first day hitting the ground, and you have like a nice hard structure that yeah. has like a wood stove and like a you know gas, like propane, like cooking stove in there if you wanted to use. Was it, it like
3: a Forest Service, or how did uh, you get to I use like
2: it? Iron Dog and a Iditarod guys just frequent it. Okay. Yeah,
3: so it's like whoever first. Yeah, it's public use. Yeah, it's mm -hmm.
4: just for. Yeah, it's you. You know, you. Yeah, whoever whoever happens to be there. And We were just the only folks there. There were some folks that looks like their gear was getting ready to get picked up. So somebody had been there not too long before us. Okay. um, But yeah, we had the place to ourselves and got our boat set up and then just chilled out there that first night um, and then woke up early and just started getting to it.
0: Mm. how did you know to go there because when you look at the map and it shows the general bison range and you hear about how other people do it in the winter style yeah like where did you even get the idea to to go that route were you looking at youtube videos or
4: where's roan lake on there well there's no i don't know if there's a roan lake but i i know that there's roan cabin i don't know what else yeah you can
2: google it and there's information on it yeah so
4: like that's what i started to do is just like farewell bison hunt and there's a couple guys that had done it in the summer i'm sure there's lots of guys that have done it Uh, but there were a few people that took the time to write it up and that was like my first like real deep dive into what This hunt was going to take. And, uh, you know, if I think if you Google farewell bison hunt float or float hunt, like this one's guy article, one's guy's article will pop up and. Um, that, that's kind of what started for me. And then strangely enough, there's a guy I work with, uh, at life med, he had done it the year before. Ah. Uh, oh, perfect. Wow. And so he was just along for like moral support and guiding with the boat. Cause he was a boat guy ah. uh, and his buddy had drew the tag. And, um, it was a little bit later that I found out that that was a resource I could tap. But once I had this article guy, I worked with the information there. And then, um, the folks that were picking us up, the flight company, she had recommended somebody to me and she's like hey call this guy and so i talked to him and because he had done this hunt as well with his dad and between those three people it was just like everything i needed yeah you know, or right. felt like i needed
0: well it's cool to know that when you draw something that's kind of that lifetime are people are willing to share because for one they're not going to be able to do it again and they want to be helpful to yeah, those that yeah. finally have drew it like because as i can attest to these guys that we've probably been putting in for uh, forever, yeah, for yeah. I can't for that be, hunt, I can't you be, know, got, got that tag, yeah. you know, thirty years. Yes. Yeah, this yeah. is thirty year for this me. is
3: the year. Yeah, thirtieth. Sorry, next week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. it's all good, dude. It's all good. We've all drawn things. Yeah, yeah. So, so where on the map did you start roughly?
4: Right at Roan. Um, I don't know. Should we pull it. up a different map? If maybe. You, yeah, if you could pull Roan. up where where that is. Where maybe
3: Do um, you have Google
0: Earth. Would what what is Roan? R H O N E.
4: R yeah R O N E. I don't know if there's an E. I think, but, but maybe there is. Yeah, there you go. Just round cabin, probably get you. There you go. Oh, there it is. Oh, that's a beautiful cabin. Yeah, it's it's it was super comfortable.
2: I uh, didn't. I was
0: thinking maybe it might pull up. I'll go add layers if you went back.
2: Well, I'll go to images. Maybe it'll pop up on a map here. Give us something. That's pretty
4: much it. Those top those top ones right there.
2: Right here. Yep. See if it pulls a map. Up. Yeah, well, you can go to
0: maps the, on the right there. Right there. Go back up where it said images. Yeah. And go uh, to maps.
2: I did that earlier.
4: <clears throat> Maybe if you go, there it is right there. It's upper left corner there. See it? Oh, just yeah. A little bit further north and west. So, yeah. And oh, it, so that's I'm just sure I north, I guess, which is kind of weird to say, right? But it's just like because the way the river's flowing. But um, it's just north of, I think, what's called like Devil's Canyon uh-huh. which is part of the upper Cuscoquim okay um, and so that's a little bit more of a gnarly stretch of river um, but the Roan I think like they were alluding to I think the Roan cabin was mostly put in p- place for like the sled stuff you know? okay and maybe there's some more like longer history to it, but
3: and so you miss that section since you're going,
4: yeah. So we we flew in, landed right there, and yeah, so we're we're uh we're now north of that rough section, uh huh. Um, and the bison do kind of head up that way still. Um, so as the season progresses, so you uh-huh. get later in the season, which is kind of we were at the tail end of it, so we got pretty lucky seeing what we did, uh, being that far downriver. Um, but and what did you see? Um, we so our second day we saw about twenty, um, and then we didn't see anything for about four days until we got to Egypt Mountain, which was like twenty five thirty miles downriver. They're
0: that spread out. Yeah, yeah. So there must be pockets all over there. But
4: like, if you were like, I I would say from start to finish, I saw sign like legit sign all the whole way so Uh it's it's like yeah you but this but but to to encounter them on the river like depending on what time of year it is like when i like the fishing game actually called me on this um maybe about a month no maybe three months after the hunt because they were asking questions about uh like the uh, health of the herd.
0: So Let me turn was, that mic a little bit. Uh, uh, about the health of the
4: herd. And uh, I guess there's some of the, some of the females were just not doing super well. So they was, he was just asking me questions about if I had noticed anything. And I was like, no, nah, not really. And he's like, well, you know, it's pretty late in the season that you're actually in. And I was like, where did you shoot your bison? I was like, Egypt Mountain. He's like, I can't believe you did that. He's like, usually like the way further up river by that time. Um, so they, they, worked their, they worked their way up pretty quick there. Can
0: you go Egypt Mountain?
2: Well, real quick, I was looking at the map. If you guys look at this real quick, you can see where the. So I was looking at these, this watershed. Boom, boom, boom. yeah And then I went to this, and I'm thinking, the cabin's like right around here. No, no so, so, so am, I, am I way off?
4: Yeah, so that's. I think that's a little further north, and so okay. Roan is further south here. So. It's the Farewell Bison Herd, but I think it's mostly referenced that way because of the Farewell cabin that burnt down and the big burn that was there. I don't know when that was, maybe 70s, 80s. uh-huh sound about right.
2: Egypt Mountain.
4: Uh, and then Egypt Mountain is just um, north of the Farewell burn area.
2: I didn't spell it right. Yeah.
4: Uh, there you go. And, like, when you land at Rhone and you get in the river, you can see this thing from there, and it's 30 miles away. It's just oh, like, really? It's, like, right in the middle of that, mm. that valley uh-huh. there. Kind of, yeah. And it, it looks like a
2: pyramid. <laughs> oh,
3: know, it really that, does? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh it's yeah. all by itself. Yeah. Yep.
2: That's kind of cool.
3: So were you thinking that you were going to have to
4: go up river? No. So when I was talking to people, it wasn't so, like. Oh,
2: because it flows north.
4: Yeah, 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 Got towards it. Nikolai. And um, so when I, most of the folks I talked to were like, yeah, if you're going like August to early September, you should see them Egypt Mountain. That's where they can kind of be. So my focus was there. I was like banging, like, like counting on that. Um, and uh, I didn't find out until a little bit later after talking to the fishing game guy, the biologist guy. I was like, oh, it's a little bit late to actually see something down that far. Um, even though I had seen sign the whole entire way uh-huh. in. Um, but um, and all, like, I, I just was under the impression that it was going to go down at Egypt mountain And I it just got lucky that that it, that it did uh-huh. I didn't see anything after that like oh at least, really at least walking Yeah, um, so we saw like twenty twenty or so the first day, which is its own crazy story Um, and then we didn't see anything for like four or five days And then we saw two and I was at Egypt mountain and I made the play on one of the two the bigger one of the two And then we didn't see anything after that
3: and those two are together.
4: They were it was a big bull and then a a little guy. Yeah. Just yeah. hanging out. So, What was that crazy story at the beginning? <laughs>
0: well, where do you pull out? At uh, Nikolai?
4: Yep. Yeah, okay. so you take that all the way down. It's like 68, 70-mile float, uh, okay. which is its own from adventure. Egypt? Uh, from Egypt? From Rhone. From Rhone. <laughs> Egypt, okay. I would say, isn't quite halfway. It's a little less than halfway. So I,
2: I pulled up the second map here. So Rhone, here's here's Egypt Mountain right here. Oh, uh, okay. And then...
4: So oh, yeah. that's just,
0: that's like day one, you get there.
4: Well, yeah. yeah, we, so we found some sign, like, pretty early, and so we, uh, I don't know, you see that, like, I don't know, it's right, kind of hard to tell, right but here, the drainage? Maybe five, ten miles in, we found that, like, you know, it's your first day, and so yeah. we, we were just kind of like, like, wow, there's a bunch of track here, a bunch of poop, let's just hang out and see what we could find, yeah. so... <laughs> It was, I guess that would be our second day. The first day we land and then we jump in the river the second day. And second day we find this little like island area where there's a ton of sign and then we're just in this wooded area all day and seeing all kinds of sign, but no bison. Um I mean it's they real literally thick, or yeah, it's really thick, but just like nothing. And you you're was like the
2: sign fresh though?
4: Yeah, I mean like I don't, you know, I don't have a lot of experience with, like, bison poop, but, like, you know, I, ha- I have some, actually, on Kodiak. I mean, there's a bunch of bison running around Yeah, there, yeah and, there is. I uh, actually got charged by some of those. So that's a good video. Certainly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but all the chips I saw out there were, like, pretty dry, you know, um, mm. where these were, like, you know, pretty wet piles that you're running into. And so it looked like, you know, from what I could tell, it was pretty fresh. And then we spent all day in there, didn't see anything. We get back to our boats, um, and we're on the edge of the the, the river but still in the woods and like we're taking all our gear off or getting our gear back on like our dry suits and stuff because we were rocking dry suits the whole time and um, right as we do that like we see like a bison come out of the woods on the opposite side of the river so it's probably five six hundred yards away from us at this time the, the or, mic I'm yeah sorry. there you go Um, like four or five hundred yards from us at this time and we're in the woods and so then we're like all right let's make a play on these guys because they're like coming right for us and like one pops out two three and by the end of it, there's was like 15 to 20, maybe even 25 of them. And they're all plopping in the river and they would jump in the river and then bob down like an apple would just go underwater and then come back up. <laughs> and really? when they would come back up, they would be like 10 feet further downstream, but then work their way back upstream, swimming or doing the little paddle, hop back out and got on our side of the river. And they just kind of maintained, a few of them just kind of maintained this like beeline right where we were in the woods and uh i'm just like doing everything i can taking my dry suit off getting my gear back on getting ready to like get my bow set up and because we had packed everything down like we were done for the day and um and the wind started picking up and then this one bull came over straight for us and did his little huffing and puffing and all this stuff like what's up dudes and i got down on the riverbank a little bit and i just couldn't i didn't feel good about it it was like 60 yards it's a little bit of like branch in my way. And I was like, ah. and then right when I was like thinking about maybe I might do it, he just took off. And when he took mm. off, they all took off and it mm. was like a freight train. Like I've never, never heard anything like it, like an animal sound like that. It was just like the hooves hitting like the rock <sighs> bed imagine hundreds of them
0: that's i mean it was only
4: 20 of them but it felt like like you could feel i I don't know if i felt it but it felt like i heard it such a way that i felt like i could feel it yeah and like reverberate
2: yeah 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 yeah
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. so cool so that was day essentially that was our first day of hunting and so we had a good
2: start yeah Yeah. and so
4: we were like totally stoked about this like
3: hunt like it's totally going to go down what just just staying on mm. that day a little bit what where were what kind of uh, like terrain were they in, and why why do you think you couldn't spot them? Um, Elevation, maybe. I, I don't know. I mean, they
4: were you know where they came from. They were all the way on the other side of the river in a wooded area, um, and yeah, I we just they just weren't where like with that first day where we were hunting. What I thought was there wasn't. They just weren't there at that time. Yeah. so Maybe they go back and forth or. Mm. Maybe that was just signed for, like, two or three. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Um, could you gain elevation and see around? Or? You
4: you could, but when you're in that river basin, like, it's so open that for you to get to any elevation is a quite a bit of an effort. And so, like, oh, it's like it's that conversation. Away. It's like, do I put that in to yeah. see and then have to make a run back? Mm. Yeah. And a lot of people that I talked to you about this hunt were like, when you're on the river, hunt the river. Like, if you're going to hunt outside of the river, you're going to spend a lot of time, and you're not going to be on the river. Just uh, logistics huh? back gonna, and forth. Yeah, because you're going to run out of time. You know, like if I had a month to be like, yeah, going in and out of the woods uh-huh. and going up and down, you could do that. But spend for, a day to
2: go up to this spot. Yeah, and, yeah.
4: yeah, yeah. Pretty labor intensive to like get to that elevation and then.
2: Well, don't you want to be as close to? With the raft as you can? Backpacking bison quarters doesn't sound... No. Really it's true. It is. <laughs> it is <Yeah>. not.
4: <laughs> it is
0: not. So after that first day, did you guys decide maybe we should stay here another day?
4: You know, they um, we didn't stay right there. We went a little bit further downstream, but only like... Because it was towards the end of the day, so we didn't have much light to work with. So we went maybe like two miles, but we're like, we're not going upstream because if, even if we found them, like, and I don't even know what that would be, like how far upstream they would have went. But like, we were like, well, we're going to pack that back down to our rafts. Right. Right. (laughs) And so we just, we just let it go. We're like, we're going to let those guys go. We'll go a little further downstream. We feel really good. We just saw 20 like day one. We're going to see more tomorrow, you know? And then, uh, and then that didn't happen. (laughs) (laughs) So. (laughs) (laughs) So, Um, and then, you know, as we're going down river the next day, like, you know, we're, we're trying to find like little spots to get up on the river to glass, to get some elevation, even though we're not going to make like a huge effort to get up on some hill. Like we're just trying to get a little bit. Um, we ended up popping one of the rafts. So we had to like patch that and wait for, you know, 12 hours or wait for it to dry out. Um, and that day, that was like day three. We actually saw two that night. I saw it right at the end of like the last light again, coming across the river, popping in, popping out. And then they were like on what's, there's another drainage that you run into called post river drainage. Mm -hmm. And that's a big area that a lot of people hunt. And there's a lot of sheep up that way too. I think there's a lot of sheep hunting. And then I don't know about moose too much, but um, I mean, I'm sure they're out there, but there's a lot of sheep up in that area. And then um, some people I spoke to said post was like a good place to check out. And that's randomly where we ended up with our flat raft and where we saw two like late at night, but then we never saw them again so um and then we just started working our way downstream and like my brain is just like egypt mountain egypt mountain egypt mountain okay
0: yeah um, the goal in mind already
4: yeah now the guys that i'm with is like there's four of us uh two one guy is like my best friend who's been he's been hunting quite a bit um actually all of them are really good friends of mine but um one of them is like a first time hunter like had this was his first season hunting, oh what an epic yeah like so amazing but a little impatient at times and like you know kind of like that process of like taking it all in and like figuring out like what's the play and what's not the play like where you should put your efforts and stuff And because sometimes even though it looks good it's it's not that good you yeah know? so kind of like work it through that process as a group but um um got a little sidetracked yeah. sorry go ahead jack are you guys all in one boat We two? so we had two boats at this okay yeah, and yeah. what kind of boats did you have we, I had my Sotar, and then they had like a an Alaska. They rented like an Alaska Gary King's guide series. Maybe, yeah, yeah I don't Alaska know. Like I had series. my boat, and that was my responsibility. Yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. just made sure theirs had air in it, and they were good. And yeah, you know, yeah, we went over some safety stuff, and they felt okay with it. We also had one pack raft too
0: that we utilized a little bit. Okay, so, um, did you, you said you had a uh, a dry suit on? Yeah, we all rocked dry suits. Really?
4: Yeah. Because yeah. cold and just in case? Yeah, like we didn't know. Because um, obviously you don't know what the river's going to look yeah, like. Sweepers yeah, sweepers. And, and, and that's that. So, of all the rivers I've been on in Alaska, I would say this was the most difficult, not because of rapids, but because of all the, the sweepers and like strainers and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's so much beaver stuff out there that mm-hmm. like every turn you're. Upper river, not bad. Upper river was just scenic, beautiful vacation ride. But once from Egypt, maybe five miles. And those flats. South of Egypt. And then the rest of the way, the next 30 miles was like super stressful because of that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we were just like, you know, Alaska may just do what Alaska does and rain on us the whole time. Why don't
0: we just wear dry suits? Yeah. You know? And then if we fall in the water, you know, it's a good idea. So, so in a, a ass, little bit, even more gearing up for that, what was the plan? Did you set the, 10-day plan yeah
4: it was definitely okay. that was that was it, it was a 10-day thing um it ended up being only i think seven total okay uh but
0: we had seven we had 10 on the books um and yeah yeah did you guys go um light and tight mountain houses or full gucci moose camp steaks and
4: light light yeah we just all had like the you know just the MRE kind of style just like uh I don't yeah yeah, just different brands of like just add water to it and kind of eat it kind of stuff um the only time we ate anything different is after we had the bison gotcha
0: so so, those fresh meats yeah yeah
4: Yeah. that was the easiest way like we thought about it I was like because I brought like I went big like in terms of the raft like I brought my frame I brought my dry box to sit on um and so I had space to like
0: take extra stuff and maybe a stove but
4: I just figured we would go light with that, you know? Yeah.
0: So. What did you, um, I guess we'll get to that after you get to the bison. I'm always curious on where people place um, the meat and what they use for like a plank. Like on the back of my raft, I have a 14 foot. I put a a table on the back that's elevated off because I to get water on the sides and stuff like that. And I'll put all the stuff on there. And I had planned, I I had bought, um, when we go on hunts at... I don't know if I should say this, but they have the things that you carry bread in at Costco. Yeah. And they're really strong and they're really sturdy and they're really light. Yeah. And they have all those perforated holes. Like a a crate? Yeah. And you just just turn it the other way and then you'll be able to get air to the meat underneath and on top. That's awesome. And you can still pack a bunch of shit on it. And the the water can get in the boat and it won't
2: get it wet too because it's elevated off the floor.
0: Well, I'd put it on the table. Oh, on the and, d- and then so, you. so just so air could circulate through yeah. that. So I was curious because I seen guys just kind of like stack it in there. Yeah, and I'm, the other, it concerns me. Yeah, yeah.
4: yeah. I mean, for that was sure. definitely a concern for us. We uh, we had high hopes that trip that we uh, one of the guys just like took a took a moose tag with him. And was like, oh, you know, like we'll pack out both these guys, you know. And I'm thankful that we didn't run into anything else because we
2: wouldn't oh, have been it able have been to been do it. Nightmare. Yeah,
4: we it just wouldn't have the space for it. Like both boats were fully loaded to keep that meat as safe as we could. Um, I utilized a lot of like the the webbing based like tables, if you will, mm-hmm. just net, netting, yeah, meat, yeah. Um, that have like the strong webbing to it, so like it could support the weight. Um, and so we just we put like I think each boat had like two quarters. You know, I kept the like the head on mine and the cape, and then the two quarters, and then some of the meat, and then they had the other two quarters, and then the rest of the meat between the two. And so just dispersing that on the side tubes and on the cargo netting that we had was mm. was enough. The hard part was just keeping it dry because you're in a river and then it's you know, raining. It raining. Yeah. So we, we tarped it um, and then we hung everything every night, which yeah. was super hard. Yeah, yeah. We'll Like in that, a tree
2: so, or yeah. you just had something?
4: Just finding deadfall whatever, and making, making okay. things. Yeah, I have a. I don't know if I sent it to you. I, I do have a picture of us like concocting like this crazy like log thing to like just get the meat up and dry, you know? So,
3: yeah, but oh, maybe we should follow along the pictures with the story. <laughs> that's a good a idea. All over the place. Huh? Yeah, that's
0: no, okay.
2: That's okay. Yeah. I mean, it's such a cool. Just trying to imagine that's it true. all, and um. So there was four dudes.
0: Yeah, as four
4: of us, uh, you guys is funny. You're mentioning like there should always be somebody that's in healthcare or somebody that has some kind of training, right? And there, so it's three of there's a nurse, two docs, and then uh, the other guy just he's like our pygmy goat. You know, if you okay. like scare him, he faints. But that's good because then something can eat him and we
2: can run away. You know? Look <laughs> at uh, the head on that thing just <laughs> oh on man. Bank. Oh my Goodness.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yep. So is this the section that you're worried about the sweepers and stuff? No, this, this no, section
4: no. with, well, maybe, maybe above it a little bit, but I would say from this point uh, yeah. down, uh-huh. it was, it was like that. Like y- you just had to pay attention. Otherwise you were, you were in the business with like some kind of strainer or yeah. something. So, um, but yeah, I would probably, this is, this is probably, that's the, I think that's the day after we got that bison. So that's okay. the next day. Yeah. You know, yeah that's, that's yeah. where we ended up. <clears throat> But yeah, we just utilized the side tubes there, and then just whatever netting we had, and then
2: it's all bone out too, right?
4: No, I no, we we did oh. not do that. I don't think that we we did not do that. I think that they were for us. We had to keep it on the bone until we got it. I done. would
2: have assumed so, just to keep uh, for preservation of the meat. Yeah versus it being all just clumped up in there yeah yeah
4: no it was it yeah it, it was easier to it was heavier but easier to manage because it was rigid you know at least with the yeah right, the, with right. the bones in there yeah yeah but we had uh like backing up to i mean we, i'm sure there's some other stuff to cover but like three of us have like medical background and understand anatomy and like are feel okay with the knife especially the two surgeons that are with me they're like both yeah. orthopod guys so like they're always cutting into muscle and like they, they know. they brought their own surgery knives
0: yeah it's, <laughs> still, it's still you know four of, it
4: took four of us with some kind of knowledge like almost 10 hours to break this thing down and get it like packed out to where we needed it to be you know oh, wow. it's just like it's just such a massive animal you know so
2: we're back up a little bit um let's go back to day two i want to go back to the kill the stock well, we haven't got we, to we that. haven't oh, we're not, yeah, we yeah, haven't we yeah. haven't that far okay yeah. okay um okay sorry yeah well, i was taking pictures and stuff not really paying attention
0: um, yeah we're um I'm back in the game, guys. Okay, he's back. (laughs) All right. Uh, We're going to take a break, and then we'll be back. All right, there we go. And get right right to, like, Egypt Egypt Mountain there and how it all went down. Sounds
1: good.
2: Tailored Restoration 24-hour emergency home services, helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Tailored has an emergency response number with trained professionals available to help you at any time, day or night. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, mat or Fairbanks. Make an appointment today at TailoredRestorationAlaska.com.
3: Since 2008, Serranos is Anchorage's own new generation of old cocina. Their menu showcases the passion and love of their rich heritage and unique family recipes that have been passed down through the generations. Serrano's goal is to embrace and display trad flavors using the best ingredients that are available. They focus on making everything from scratch daily. In-house menu includes handcrafted corn tortillas, salsas, carne asada, and chorizo, but don't take their word for it. Experience their tradition and sabor for yourself. Locations on Tudor and Northern Lights, both with new tequila bars. Check out their daily specials at serranosmexicangrill.com.
0: The Connoisseur Lounge, located in the heart of Palmer, Alaska. The Connoisseur Lounge is Palmer's first locally owned and operated cannabis retailer. Their beautiful store is located at 226 Evergreen Avenue. The Connoisseur Lounge has exclusive cannabis products such as Snowcap Romance, Aurora Haze, Glue, and one of our favorites, sugar cookies. And if you're not into the flower, the Connoisseur can hook you up with edibles, vape supplies, and a ton of CBD options for all your health and inflammation needs. Check out their daily deals at theconnoisseurlounge.net, or even better, stop by the lounge today. Remember, you must be 21 years of age to enter their store. Um, Before we get to actually where you spotted the the buffalo, I want to know... Um, in my experience, it's been really nice to go with a tp style tent, um, on floats because it's floorless and you can be in and out with your waders and your boots and everything's wet all the time. What did you guys use for tents? Yeah. You
4: know, I, uh, I've started to like dive into some of that stuff and like, I would love to have a TP tent. It just wasn't in the cards this year. Um, so I, I had like a basic four man, like Marmot, like a three season tent, yeah. um, and uh, that's what I brought and then uh, the guys uh, the guys that came with me two of them rented an arctic
0: um, Arctic oven? Yeah. Oh, with the stove and everything?
4: Yeah. I, I I gave them a lot of crap about that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they looked very comfortable. Did they, they...
0: So they was it a wood stove or was it one of those fancy new gas ones? Propane they they ones? brought the propane, which is oh, even more man. of a
4: shit-talking point for me. With So them.
0: they didn't let you dry none of your shit out in there? <laughs>
4: they they wanted me to come in there. I refused uh. to do it. <laughs> Just out of principle, I was not going yeah, in if there. If you guys
2: don't have scotch, I'm not coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: But yeah, they... Uh, they were really comfortable like every night they were they were just pretty much in their shorts man and like whatever gear we needed dried just you throw in that thing and it was it was great the next morning so yeah those Did, things are
0: great i mean a lot of weight
4: yeah you know but mm-hmm. but definitely uh if you can bring the weight it's they're
0: cool to have you know yeah that's why the is nice cause it doesn't there's no weight there yeah, compared yeah. to that thing is like 80 yeah, pounds
4: Yeah, we saw a couple of people out there maybe like two or three other groups and i don't know what, oh, they, really? were, what they were doing but they were every group i saw had they were rocking teepees. Um, oh, they were? Yeah. 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 So, but they were I. thinking wait. Yeah. They might quick, have been moose. Throw up. They might have been
0: moose hunters just yeah. using yeah. the river to get to
4: a spot and then hiking around.
0: So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, you know, once you, you, you use that teepee, and especially when you're waders and you're wet and you're yeah. moving all, because there's yeah. multiple times you're going into the in raft, out, get stuff, out, go back, get stuff. Yeah. And it's just nice to just not have to take all your stuff off to set up your bed, you know. And, or whatever. And yeah. now
3: you get those stoves in the TP and dry all your stuff out.
4: So. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah, you have those stove now with the TP. Yeah, those things are awesome. All right, yeah, one day we'll 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 drop for that. Yeah, they're not <laughs> yeah. Just, They're <laughs> spendy.
2: <laughs> that- Actually
0: speaking on that, I meant to tell you, um we seen um Caleb from Alaska Outdoor Council put a stove in his Cabela's guide. Oh, he did. There's an adapt thing, adapter really? thing, where you can put your stove jack, and it has like a thing that so you obviously it's fire protecting or right, whatever, right. and it goes right in the middle on the back. A wow. six man,
3: that's cool. Yeah, you gonna like, get one? I'm highly debating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how yeah. big is Carlos T.P.? Twelve. He's an eight, eight man.
4: Eight man. So what does that really mean in in actual numbers though? Like when you got all your gear? three. Okay. Okay. What's Cots? Yeah, three. Okay. Especially
0: if you have the stove in the middle. Okay. Okay. Yeah, three dudes. You can go chun chun chun. Yeah. and be comfortable. Yeah, can Two's really nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
3: two's really, really nice. Can you hang stuff in there to dry?
0: Yeah, yeah. There's got little like guidelines and things you can put in there to hang stuff up. But there's enough. And even just having stuff around is going to yeah. dry on the cot or whatever. I mean, it yeah. gets real hot. Toasty in, in there. Is this the uh, wood stove? Yeah. <laughs> um. Yes, wood stove. Actually, now he's transitioned to... Um, he's tried it all. Now he's, he says the best is
3: that slow oil. Mm. Is what he uses now. I wonder if you could do that, like as an assist to the the wood or not. I think it's both.
0: Yeah, I think you get and get it going,
3: and then use and then just do, and then use
0: the or just get it going with the wood if you're trying to get it hot, Uh and then just use that drip Uh to keep it going all night. But those propane ones, I mean, those things are funny. Yeah, (laughs) because you can set the temperature and like they're crazy now, and it just will just barely. Nip at that. What's propane. the can or like? You bring the twenty bottle, yeah. like the normal can, like and it'll last a last
4: trip. Yeah, like you're grilling out. I mean, <laughs> yeah, with with yeah.
2: the big uh, like adapter hose. Yeah, there's a
0: hose that'll run through there. Mm.
2: Yep, yeah,
4: yeah. Those are really nice. Yeah, I was I was worried about that choice for them because I wasn't sure what our weight was gonna be coming out of Talkeetna, and uh, we actually had like maybe another two hundred pounds to, to burn on. That. <laughs> oh, but okay. we were close, you know. And uh, so I was like, guys, that's a lot of weight, but they we made it, and they were. They were happy. Oh, yeah. They were happy. Yeah,
2: uh, being comfortable kind of makes it worth it. Yeah, yeah.
4: I, I mean, it, it, we actually outside of some rain, it was very, very comfortable out there. I didn't, I didn't feel like I needed that heat other than to maybe dry something out. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I've gotten really lucky in Alaska with weather so far in hunting. So, um, it, it was overall pretty easy. It'll come. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. What were the dates? Uh, September. <laughs> 9th or tenth
3: through. Okay. Well, A- anything to. can happen. Yeah, 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 yeah.
4: No, I mean, we were, we were waiting for
3: it. Yeah, you know. So. Yeah. Next time, you'll bring a, a food tent and a game tent and try yeah. out your <laughs> tent. Cake, mm-hmm. yeah.
2: of beer. Yeah. No, no
0: hold there ain't going to be a next time for that. Huh?
2: No, yeah. <laughs> for, I, not for I you. Think, no, so,
4: yeah, <laughs> I, I need to talk to somebody about that. I, I actually, I don't, I, I feel like it was the Super Bowl for me. Like, I'm good. I don't need to do it again. Yeah. Um, But, you know, there's there's always this hearsay, you know, and I've never really talked to Fishing Game about it. It's like, is that like... You can pull the tag once every what ten years is what I hear, yep. and then if you fill it, is it just like like I could could I apply for another bison tag in another area, oh, or no, just no. never for that farewell? Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, those are it's good probably a questions. good question for actual fishing game. You know. Well, when we drop this year, are yeah. you going yeah. to yeah.
0: come with us? <laughs> sure. You need a, you need somebody
4: to kind of show you the ropes. Carry the <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, I wonder
2: what the specifics are. You could probably look at the supplement. Usually it's so it's on this particular one it's 10 years before you can even I sniff believe all it again? bison I, is 10 years. I think all I, it oh. should
4: be like in my opinion I mean with what we have in numbers and what's happened right like it should just be a lifetime like you, yeah. you, you if you harvest one you should be done yeah. you know but yeah. I don't I don't know the the actual yeah. legit answer to that They give you
0: a big range of date August yeah. 22nd to October 10th
4: Yep, and then that That's same cool. hunt opens again in the in the in winter. The, in the winter, okay, yeah. okay.
0: It doesn't say it on there, but okay. I no, it's a about separate that. permit. It's a separate permit, yeah. Oh, it is a separate. This is, oh, this so is okay because we
2: we've, we've been putting it in
0: for the winter one. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: It's more of a spring. It's I like shit. March. it's
4: you know a couple yeah. of guys that I I did talk to that had done the winter one were like I I would love to do the summer like the fall one because they, everybody wants to float it. You yeah, know? I mean, it's so pretty, you know. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, after this, I've I've actually never put in for. I take that back. I think one year I did do.
0: I think we split it next year and go three and three and I, see what
2: happens. I, I think I think we did, or I maybe did it by myself. One? I like this the one. This is nice. it's cool. With the intention, because I had started buddying up with you guys that had rafts, and I thought if I drew this, that I could talk somebody into coming. Yeah, you
4: and doing talk. it. It oh, shouldn't be a hard sell. It's no. it's beautiful. <clears> it really yeah. is. Like I, I w- if nothing went down, I would have been just stoked with the trip.
2: Well, and I had but, in my mind too that this would be if you didn't have the tag, the bison tag, that you could have a an over-the-counter moose harvest ticket
4: you can yeah yeah and there's i think there's also a sheep tag there too
2: yeah if you want it so yeah. we we were looking yeah. at
4: some sheep i was using that mag view and we had them all like video and i was like guys like it ain't gonna happen and we we're so far <laughs> far away from those things and it was hard to tell like we didn't have any like really great glass to like see what we were going after but there's there's definitely potential out there yeah
2: yeah Bears? Well, that's a double
4: whammy. I didn't see any. Um we saw one print, you know, I think we took a picture of it and yeah, it might be it on there. Actually um it. but I didn't see a single one. So it's almost a trifecta It was a if big you go with the moose bear too, print, huh? the
2: one you have here though. Yeah. Yeah. It's a nice bear.
4: Yeah, it's a big one. Yep. Yep. Yeah, so but we have to
0: think that front and that back.
4: A lot of folks that I talked yeah. to said like there are a lot of black bear out there. Didn't see anything. So yeah, it was uneventful in that in that regard. I
2: wonder if the bears are up high.
4: That time? Getting yeah, like berries.
2: they're they're doing berries at this point.
4: Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I mean, you there know, wasn't much. Pretty
2: late fish, if any.
4: Yeah, there's maybe a little bit of dust on the top of the mountains, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Did um, you see any salmon in the water? No. I don't think that there's much of a push that, that like, uh, people I, I was asking, like, can you fish for anything up that way? Um, and I don't I don't know, I didn't see any like, I didn't see any sign of any fish uh-huh. up there, So, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's like some dollies or maybe some, um, what's the other one that gray graylings. Right. I, think yeah. the, I think the graylings? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. was so, the river real, um, looks salty. Wide.
4: Yeah, it's silty. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's definitely not, it clear. looks gray. Yeah, yeah, like
2: big sioux, talkeetna.
4: Yep, that's pretty, dish. I think that part is pretty, f- pretty low down. And so, you kind of see how like it gets braided out and flat, so it's like you, you almost have to stand up sometimes as you're rowing to see yeah, which one, see to which take one you're to go. Find
2: yeah. the corner and which yeah. braid you want to take.
4: We got uh, we only got stuck one time and we were kind of being jackasses and I think that's why it happened. We just weren't paying attention. Um, yeah. And it wasn't little that. Com-
2: got a little comfortable.
4: Little comfortable. Yeah. Um, and just something snuck up on us and we took the wrong way. Um, and we were able to get the boat out without having to really do too much but i mean you could have a really long bad day picking the wrong line right you know or just oh, getting yeah. hung up on something in high side in the boat yeah you dump everything you know or Oof. if you didn't have that
3: rain yeah your rain matters a lot oh and that time of the, year the river up and down. yeah yeah, yeah. Um, yep. so
0: day one from day one can you go back to the map sure um so day one you stayed at that place and then day two was you're trying to push all the way to egypt no no day uh so day one we fly in day two we were like you know there was
4: we were just we saw some signs we're like let's just pull over here and just like let's just get the lay of the land see what this place feels like you Mm. know we we were like we have 10 days and so we're like let's just get out we see some sign we thought it would look fresh and, uh, so David,
2: there's a drainage, a pretty noticeable drainage on this left side. Is that kind of before or after that?
4: That's uh, that is um, oh. after. So that's the post river drainage. So we're oh. about, I would say, halfway. So between that and Roan is our maybe our first day, and then oh, like right in here. Yep. And okay. then if we spent like between Roan and that post river drainage, we probably spent two days. And then on that third day is when we popped the raft and we were stuck at post river drainage. Oh, okay. So, um. And then uh, once we got that um, taken care of, we spent like a full day in that post river drainage kind of messing around. And that was mountains that you see off to the left there. There's a bunch of sheep up in that area um we got back on the river and actually floated
0: all the way to egypt and then that's when we when we saw those last two
4: and then we didn't see anything after that
0: was your expectation that they would be in those more flat not mountainous areas when you first started looking into it or did you know egypt was the area um just
4: from talking to people egypt seemed to be a pretty big focal point for people but also you know the drainages like just being in the drainage i mean i i didn't really know what that was going to look like but i i had ideas of being in the post river drainage and being up high on some plateau and like just shooting one you gotcha yeah. Um, thinking yeah that i would like just lucky enough to be into that but it
3: if that was not the case, you know, is that why you brought the pack raft so you could float out meat through those drainages?
4: Yeah. So one of the one of the write ups that I had wrote like read, um, the guy said he they had a pack raft and they used it f- specifically for that. So they ended up getting a bison a little bit further up from where their camp was, and then they used the pack raft to like bring everything down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So that was that was one of the purposes of it. We also used it as a little like at least initially or like a little like ninja kind of get in there like because it could go so much faster than us and a little bit lower profile and, like, get around oh. something. And that guy could, like, pull over and be like, you know, get over this way, you know.
2: Oh, so, like, a, like, um, like a scout. scout. Yeah,
4: Scouts. yeah, yeah. It didn't work out that way, but that was between using it as a meat hauler and, like, a scout was kind
2: of its purpose. Yeah. And then oh, okay. after maybe
4: idea. the second, third day, we kind of ditched it. <laughs> it was just more fun to be in a boat together. So, yeah. yeah.
2: Oh, I see. Yeah. What well, you just, like... Um, Tether it off and drag it, or just break it down.
4: Just broke. I mean, it's like a pony keg. Yeah, roll it up. Yeah. So yeah, we just broke it down. Mm -hmm. So yeah.
0: Okay. So then, then what? So yeah. Let's pull up that video. Is that that day four where you stopped and you saw those?
4: No the the video is is hunt day one. So oh, it is okay. So we're past that. Yeah.
0: Well, let's see that.
4: Yeah. So we had just finished up a full day. That was our first full day hunting, and we're just like said, just like totally like beat, hanging out, like getting ready to go back to our boats. And then we see these guys jump I'm out. I am
2: floating on that, yeah, that one awesome. part. <laughs> you see the heads bobbing.
4: Yeah, it's so <laughs> wild. So,
2: you know, it's kind of surreal seeing them running across the bank because I, I think the general public is used to seeing a bear on a bank or a moose on a bank or a caribou on a bank, but you don't see. A bison, especially. Look at that thing! Like how yeah, fast it's he was moving around, and
3: and right, know. the native Alaskan saw them. Native here, you know, for thousands of years. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's yeah. wild, man.
3: Except for instead of you know the plains bison, there was uh, like they're not meandering the all bison, slow, right?
2: Yeah, they're not meandering all slow, pokey Joe. Like I may, I guess I. Th-
3: he's like proud Imagine like it. a horse right he,
2: yeah. he galloped up in there and yeah, you was right. you know yeah, he it, sauntered
4: you know, on up there very, very
2: like the agility <laughs> yeah. the agility and movement of the animal was is way different from what I was expecting
4: yeah they're there, they you, you know f- heads bobbing for what they for for as big and clunky as they look look they they move pretty gracefully throughout that terrain. yeah you know? like
0: and for people just listening, there's maybe a group of 10 there, and the big bull is closer to you guys, I'd say like 50 yards. And then there's a group in the back that are just crossing this river and kind of playing in the river like kids I and mean, ones just guy. floating down the river.
2: Well, oh, your raft is right there in the middle. They're yeah. running around your raft.
0: So I
4: think we think that's what kind of got them stirred up a little bit because the yellow one is our pack raft, and so that we were using that day one, and it was uh, it was getting so windy it was blowing up into the air. You know, cause oh, it was, <laughs> it was almost like a yeah. We, we were kind of waiting for one of the bison to just gore the damn thing. Like we wanted oh, that to <laughs> kind of yeah. happen. Once we saw it was miss, pissing them off, you got the red one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Ferdinand>, the Toro Loco Yeah,
3: Ferdinand.
0: Oh, that's funny. I mean, God, you guys must have been stoked. Oh, this
2: must day one, yeah. two—you
0: see these guys, and you're like, "It's on!" Yeah, yeah, we were super
4: confident, and then just each each day, it just got a little lower. You yeah, know? and because uh, mm. because I, I mean, I I still I didn't know any better, so my ignorance was kind of bliss in the sense that I was super fixated on Egypt, and anything before that was like like money in the bag, you know? Like I was like, "All right, that's cool," but I just was like, "Get it at the mountain. Yeah, yeah, and these guys were not. They were along the ride, along for the ride. They were supporting me, you know. Um, and so they didn't—they didn't do the deep dives that I had done. So they didn't really have that knowledge. They're—they're yeah. they're hearing me, this
0: their buddy, be like,
4: "Yeah, Egypt Mountain." They're like, "What the heck does this guy know?" Like, this yeah. is not going to happen, you know. But so, in uh, hindsight,
0: would you have take? Would you think you would have taken one of those? That one. <laughs> you
4: know, um, that one looks like a nice bison. It was that was beautiful. It was yeah, it was a beautiful bison. Um, I it, it didn't feel right like okay. I it, like I got into a place where I thought it was okay. Um, the yardage was I was comfortable with it. It's a little bit questionable, you know, when you get into that higher range, you know, 50, 60, 70 yards like, you well, know. You, have the you could have too, right? Yeah, you could have lots of discussions about what's comfortable for you. Yeah. Oh, uh, but shit, yeah. I felt okay with the Those yardage Those guys are but, like
2: 100 yeah. yards. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. okay, man. But
4: um but the wind was too much and I just it just didn't it was not it wasn't right, you know. Mm. I wanted it to be, but I, I just like held off on it. Yeah. So, so uh, you you, th- you said you saw about two, uh, 20 animals there. Yeah, I think I think in total it, it was probably about close to twenty. So yeah. that like this herd is like two hundred and fifty animals. Well, I think it I think it fluctuates somewhere between there and about five hundred. Um, I think that year it was somewhere in the three to fours when I talked okay. to the biologist early in the season. Um, but yeah,
3: it can kind of wax and wane. So yeah, but that's a huge percentage of the animals in the herd. Yeah, in the total yeah. herd, to see twenty, yeah. you know, yeah,
2: Th- it is in that amount of numbers. That looks like a big bull, dude.
3: That's a huge one.
2: That looks like a nice bull.
4: Yeah, it was. It was hard to not do it. <laughs> I just just was. I, yeah. I I didn't like to make a bad shot on an animal like that with a bow. Is oh like, no, yeah. it's a nightmare. You know. Um, well,
2: and it's not like you had a harvest ticket tag in your pocket where god forbid you shoot too high or too low and you miss and you miss your moose for the year you can come back next year and do it again yeah no it has to be perfect right this has to be a very calculated effort
3: yeah that was a good hunter ethic decision yeah Yeah.
2: and very disciplined yeah because the first day this had to have you uh for lack of a better word trigger happy not that you're trigger happy i'm just saying that that all the training and the everything you put into the preparation for this yeah to have this happen on the first day and he come galloping in Mm
4: -hmm. yeah yeah
2: i mean it kind of had to be really hard not to
4: yeah i I, you know if he if if the wind was better if the stick wasn't in my way you know if i had a little bit like it it was almost like they were coming at me i didn't get to dictate the terms of this engagement you know they they were doing Mm -hmm. that and i and i i don't know how often that happens i haven't been hunting that long but you know for me in the times that the little bit i've been hunting it seems like when i'm able to like like kind of make the like i'm initiating like i feel like i have more success that way instead of like playing off what the animal's doing like it's just like he just didn't get yeah yeah it just Mm -hmm. didn't give
0: me what i needed yeah okay so then what the push to egypt happens
4: yeah, we start uh, after that we uh we feel pretty good about ourselves and we start making our push down river, you know, kind of picking our way, you know, hoping we might see something. It's not like we're just blindly going to Egypt it's a but, cool photo right. Um, here. I just
2: want to pull this one up.
4: Yeah, that's in uh that's in Nikolai.
2: Oh, that's way late. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Hold on back up. We're pushing okay. to Egypt now.
4: Yep. So we're, we're uh, heading to Egypt and uh, on our way there, we're trying to find some nice glassing spots and and trying to do that. We end up popping a raft and get stuck at post river for a bit, that drainage there. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, you know, we patched the boat really quickly, let it sit there and dry. And we work our way up the drainage. We're seeing a bunch of sheep, you know, we're hoping for, you know, bison or anything. And Uh, you're seeing sign. Yeah. uh, Not as much there. Uh, Post river seemed a little like dry in that sense, you know, as far as sign goes. Uh, I did see two pop in the river that first night. And then uh, the next day we were on, we were out. Like we spent a little bit of time that morning going to where we saw them pop into the river just to see where they were going. And they were using these like marshy like drainage ditches to kind of like hide themselves almost. It seemed like, you know, Um, Mm. instead of getting into the water.
2: to get down low, yeah, not yeah, be yeah. Uh, in a position exposed. to be skylined or exposed in a sense?
4: I, I don't know if they're thinking of that, but, you know, it seemed like it, you know, because they crossed the river. They had a very specific spot. Once we got over there and I saw where they dropped in the next morning, you could see, like, that was their spot. And that's what they used. And then once they got there, there was, like, this, like, depression, And they just worked up that. And uh, when we saw where that was going, we were like, there's no way we're going to find these guys. They're they're gone. So we just got in the boat and just started heading down river. again, back on the river. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, that that was maybe day three or day four. I think it was day four. And uh, that took us all the way to Egypt. Uh, A lot of poking around here and there. Like in the beginning, we would get out every once in a while. And then we were just like, we're staying in the boat until we see something. Yeah. Um, and then we get to Egypt, and are pretty close to it. And could I'm, you see
2: Egypt from a ways out?
4: You could see it from right from Rome. You could see the whole. Okay. Oh, okay, it's, okay, okay. It's big enough, and it's centered in the that that valley of where the river is. It's just right. You're you're
2: always looking at it. So, um,
4: so yeah, we get to Egypt. Yeah, because
2: if you're coming out of post, mm-hmm. well, yeah, you definitely Rhone, can see that. Yeah, yeah, because you're always looking north. Yeah cuz where so you where you start
4: it. is like the most mountains then you're coming out of that so you're just Yeah, there.
2: so you yeah. bust out a post now you're all these mountain edges are further and further away. Yep. And this just sticks out like a sore thumb. For sure. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But you mm. you you're all the way
4: You're all the way back there and you're you're you looking can at You still see it. It. Yeah, yeah, and it looks like you're right at it. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's cool so yeah we uh so we end up at egypt and um i'm in the lead boat and my buddy's behind me and i don't see it and he's like dude two bison bison bison
3: bison like river oh you you see him from the boat
4: yeah they were they were um so we were you know we're on we're on the right side of the drainage in the river and they're on this like dried up part of the riverbed just sitting in the in the sand kind of wallowing in it um i didn't see him at first but um he like kind of as, as lowly as he could said bison 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 we get over pull over and uh i immediately just start making my stock right as soon as we got over get the boat like tied up mm-hmm. the other two guys that had pointed him out um one of them is like my very good friend and the new guy and they both have rifles both gun hunters <laughs> and uh <laughs> the the new guy you know like just in a joking way he was like yeah man if you put an ass shot in this thing i'm totally plugging it and i'm like <laughs> 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 all right, you know, like let's yeah. let's let's talk about this a little bit, you know. Uh but he didn't, you know, he didn't have a whole lot of um in a good way, just like like appreciation for what like a well placed like arrow would do, you know. And so like there was lots of like banter back and forth about what would actually happen here, you know. Um and unbeknownst to me, like as I'm starting to make this stock, my best friend and this guy are are in the other raft upriver watching this all go down, and he's like Maybe, maybe if I just like fire around the bison will stand up and my buddy's like, <laughs> 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 you know, and this is just, I think mostly joking on his part, but maybe just a little na- naivety, you know, just like not really knowing. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and so I, I kind of know this is going down the whole entire time. So not only am I trying feel to feel it. Yeah. And like, yeah. cause we've joked about it a lot and like i know him pretty well but like i don't think he would ever do that but it's just like you don't just know
2: a thought in his mind though
4: yeah yeah and so and it's in my mind and i'm making the yeah yeah <laughs> Um and so the whole time I'm like making my stock on this thing, I'm like, man, if this thing if I I, something bullet goes flying over my head, I'm gonna I'm gonna be Oh yeah, somebody's gonna uh, get a bloody nose. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So that didn't happen, thankfully. Um but uh yeah, so we pull over, tie up, and then you know, I start ranging this thing, and I know that there's two. And as I'm looking through my rangefinder, well, I only saw the one, and then as I'm looking at it, another one walks by and I'm like, Oh shit, there's two. Mm. And they had said two, but I hadn't seen them. Mm Um, the one that walked by me was like huge. And so I was like, all right, I need to like focus and find where this guy's going. Um, and he had just, he might've stirred when we kind of like pulled over, I don't know. Uh, but then he, like, as I'm looking at it through my rangefinder to see where they're at distance wise, he walks by and I'm like, then he settles down and I'm like, all right, that's the guy I'm making the play on. Um, and, and how far away are you? Probably at that point, like. 200 yards maybe 230 um and between where i'm at in the water i've gotten out of the boat at this point i'm sitting in the water with like my dry suit and like ranging this thing between me and that bison is a giant root ball you know like a down tree with just Mm. like Mm. giant things yeah but that's all there was otherwise it might as well been the moon Yeah. Know? And yeah. so, but I would just it's luck crazy. at it that the wind was coming across like down, like it was blowing north yeah. mm-hmm. and I was dead even with it except for this root ball. And so I just was like, screw it. I went for it um, and just stayed low yeah. and stayed in front of that or behind that root ball. And then I would range the bison and range the root ball. And I was like, that's my distance, you know, mm. but I, uh, <laughs> I'm terrible at math and I didn't trust myself. So I'm sitting there with a stick, writing it in the sand, <laughs> <Doing> math, <laughs> yeah. you know, I carry sure. the two yeah yeah <laughs> but you know like it had like a you know i, I tell that part of the story because it's it like had a calming effect on me you know like i yeah i i was able to focus on that created like, a process no rush yeah. it's just sitting it's just yep. laying there think this <clears> through. it was think yeah this through. super calm super chill like no rush had plenty of daylight like this this probably it's probably like maybe 1 in the afternoon so we had a lot oh, of time left the best time of the yeah. day to start something Yep, And, um, yeah, it was. And so I finally get to the root ball and the root ball is 55 yards from the animal. And so he's just laying there and I'm like, I can't do anything until this guy like stirs a little bit, you know, or at least that's what I'm, I'm thinking in my brain. Um, and so then I get a little bit, uh, greedy with it. And there's a little bit of a, um, depression in front of the root ball, like between the root ball and the bison, like a little like water drainage that's maybe like three feet lower. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to try to get down there. I do that. And I'm just like, he still hasn't moved. Like, and like after the root ball, there's like a stick and his stick is like right in front of its eye. At least that's what I'm telling myself. Like, he can't see me. He just sees the stick and this blue thing. Like, what is this like in my dry suit, you know? And, uh, so I get to like 45 yards and I'm like, all right, that's it. I'm not going any further. He's sitting down and then he goes to like lay down on his side, but I don't, I just see him move, like my brain's like he's moving, I'm getting up. So I'm squatting and then he rolls over. I stand up and then he sees me stand up and then he stands up because he goes for like rolling and he's like, oh shit, what's that blue thing? Stands up and then I just draw back and him and I are looking at each other for like five, ten seconds and I just let it go. And I could hear it go in, I heard it hit bone. Wasn't really sure what went down after that, but he like took off away from me and like peeled away and I ran backwards. I was like, I'm going behind that root ball. (laughs) So, but I, I had told myself like if I had cover, like I'm, I'm moving as soon as I like let go. Cause I didn't like, if I'm not close to that animal, Something just hurt it, and I'm the first thing that it sees. Like, I don't know what it's going to do. And I'm watching like YouTube videos all, oh, all yeah,
0: season. Yeah, you're Yellowstone. Like, look <laughs> you, at these guys getting out the car. Totally. <laughs> totally, totally. Did so, you say
4: you have a video of that? Yeah, yeah, there's a video of that. Yeah.
0: Where, do we have that video? Yeah.
4: Uh, it should be up there.
2: Did you send that to me? It uh, should be in there. So, yeah. real quick back up on the, on the, um, so you make the stock and the he's wallowing. You stand up, he stands up. Give us some perspective on the hit shot placement. Was he quartered, like, left, quartered right? Was he broadside with How head far left away? To right? He yeah, was, uh, like, he was like he pretty s-
4: much, like, like broadside, so but a little bit kind of looking at When you stood
2: up, he rolled over, you stood up, he stood up. Give us some perspective on what you were seeing.
4: Yeah, yeah. I mean, as soon as – so he was laying down. He was about to roll over, which I thought was something different. I stand up. He now stands up, and he's, like – just broadside and like kind of like a little bit quartering too but i have like a really like let's see if you can that's it right there this above the heart yeah so you can see him laying down there um and i'm in front of the
0: root ball oh, that's
4: now. you the blue. oh this is your buddy's yeah.
2: video and you and he's okay yeah he's got is his this little you, iphone is this bison right here <laughs> yeah
0: god okay. you're close man well, obviously you gotta be for our tree but yeah. man yeah thing looks massive your look is smaller than its head yep
3: So yeah, so he's you're right next to it. Oh yeah. Yeah. So how far are you? Thirty yards? Um forty five. So real quick, this is this is
2: hold on. So that's the root um, ball. Oh, what the hell? Damn it. That's the root ball. Yep. That's the root ball.
4: He's starting to stand he's starting to roll over there and I don't know what's happening. So I'm standing up, but you when I'm in that root ball there, if you're behind it, if I was standing there, I would my head would be above where it is now. So you could see the depression there, right? Yeah. So I got in front of it and uh, so he's starting to roll over there, and I don't know that, so I stand on, up. Hold homie
2: with the phone. Yeah,
4: he's going to get there. He'll get there. And so now he's, like, really just broadside. Oh, oh man. Nice shot. damn. Yeah.
2: Okay, so for our listeners, for <laughs> our listeners, um, you he is, yeah, he is ass left, head right, and how, what was the distance again?
4: 45, 45, yeah. Play that out, play that
0: out.
2: Make a nice hit, right? Bam! Mm. Right behind the shoulder. Yeah. It didn't
3: go that deep, huh?
0: No,
2: it, it
4: uh it. Bedded oh, in I his... see where you
2: kind of trotted back because, like, yeah. Well, and I bet that was uh, a lot of uh, ruckus there with the uh, once he got up and started galloping, right? You could kind of hear him.
4: Oh yeah, I mean, I, I heard I heard the arrow snap when it went inside him. I didn't mm. know that's what it was, but then after I saw what the arrow looked like inside, I was like, ah. That's Do you think what it
2: broke on a rib?
4: No, it it. <sighs> or like and the so elbow or something like it, it was
2: low behind the arm
4: so it went right through his heart and then lodged on the oh, back wow. back quarter front quarter here and it was in his like upper bone here on the backside. and well, so, so that's why he moved anything. it snapped and mm-hmm. i heard that snap mm. you know
2: oh it, like maybe the maybe the broadhead stuck in bone mm-hmm. he moved his arm and then then the shaft sh- yeah snapped just snapped, snapped right off. there oh yeah. cool yep
4: yeah we found it oh, once we rolled him when we man. rolled him back over we we found the the, the broadhead in there Mm. It made total sense yeah so yeah we uh she
2: made a fucking awesome shot
4: i made a really good shot man i you know like i i knew it was in a good good spot like i felt like it was a quality shot i didn't know it was that good um but yeah there's a picture in there you could see exactly where i hit it in the heart like lower part like double ventricle um he kind of trotted away from there and maybe went another hundred yards or so and then he laid down and then expired in less than eight minutes, you know, and, oh, okay. and it was like once I got up and followed the trail just to see, you know, I mean, you could see it was, it was not hard to find him. I could yeah. see yeah. It, the whole time. But it looks like he did a loop. A, yeah, he just kind of flanked, like looped right back around. And mm-hmm. he sat there and his buddy stayed with him the whole time until he died and was like probably there with him, like even five minutes after he died okay just kind of just not a really young sh-
2: that was just hanging out learning the ropes maybe <laughs> from the old boy yeah,
4: yeah yeah yep and he was he was pretty old like his teeth he didn't have many 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 more years left maybe another two or three years his teeth were like all the way down what um, the age him at uh no one's told me that okay. um it's actually on its way to well not yet but next week it's going to reno for like pope and young uh so it's got some score to it so it'll it'll get recorded um, but I don't, I don't know what the age of it is, you know. Does
0: it so have to give him a tooth
4: or what? What's that? Uh, so it's teeth are just so worn down. Oh, I guess. okay. So like, I, I, I'm, I feel like most of the time with animals, once their teeth start getting worn down, you can tell the age sometimes yeah. of that animal, unless they just mm-hmm. have like some other poor health issues. But it seems like once they're, especially animals like that, that are just grazing all the time, their, their teeth just wear down year yep. after year. Right. Yeah. So, um,
3: and what's that
0: the other video you had?
2: We watched it. Oh, we did. Okay.
3: Yeah. Do you think this is bigger Let's than that first bowl? You know, we've we've debated about that. <laughs> um,
4: <laughs> the color better. difference is crazy. Well, the color I think is because of the water. Yeah, because right? he's oh. wet, right? So yeah. he was he was he was glistening. The other guy, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this guy was like all sandy. All you dusted know? up. Yeah, yeah. Which made it hard to to skin him. You know, like you're breaking blades. Well, he looks right. big right there, though, man. So. He looks
2: like he has less legs. Like the other one was maybe a little lengthier, like taller or something, taller or or just less. I had bulk. less
4: bulk. Yeah, yeah.
2: And so this one looks like his legs are shorter. Yeah, like a bear, you know, like a skinny young bear has like more gangly, tall-looking legs. Yeah. Versus a big boar who's like belly dragging. Yeah, you know.
3: I can't believe we didn't see you get into that drainage. I, yeah,
4: I was amazed. Like the wind was perfect for me. And, Plus it's hard to gauge with that. And like, like drainage. I said, I don't. know. You see, right in front of him, there's some like uh, <coughs> like driftwood in front of yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Like where he was laying, there's a piece or two that was just in his vision, right, right here. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think that like also helped me um i mean it had to because there's no way i should have got where i got to
2: was there some running water or something that where there was noise where you couldn't hear you nah, creeping up
4: dude it was dead it was
2: dead so okay yeah because you were did you end up like peeling boots off type stuff nah, or just stayed in my dry really suit really slow
4: yeah i was in my dry suit the whole time worried about that because they're super noisy you know oh, but like they like
2: the <whistles> Yeah,
4: just super slow and, uh, and it worked out this is a
2: great video man yeah so this is the arrow flying Did he ended looking at you It is arrow
4: flying. yeah he's giving me the stink guy oh. I think there and uh, I mean as soon as it hit him I mean he knew you know
2: so your boys gave you shit for for uh pulling out. <laughs> uh, no,
4: no. they're 200 uh, yards uh, back Yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. The, the guys I'm with not so much but I, I did post it like on social media and you know and, and like uh, I, I totally appreciate it I get it you gotta have a good laugh at that you know well but, it's easy uh, to yeah. talk from
0: your computer chair yeah
2: yeah well sure. and then anybody that's a bow hunter they've always got something to say um if they're guys that make long range shots or whatever, and you're shooting mule deer or you're shooting white tails or you're shooting, I mean that's a pretty intimidating critter to oh, be forty yards away from mm-hmm. yeah. versus yeah. a white tail out of a stand or a blind. Yeah, where yeah. have white tails attack people after getting shot with an arrow? I'm sure. Yeah, that circle around in a panic and maybe run into you or something. But like even if this thing accidentally just panicked jumped up and ran towards you, not out of an attack, just because that was what the first thing it beelined to. Man, you're in a world of hurt.
4: Oh, yeah, that root ball is not doing anything. I mean, only thing it might do is allow the guys that are sitting behind me 200 yards to, like, you know save yeah. me and shoot the damn thing but it's Sh- not yeah. yeah you know it, it was just a, a small buffer at best you know
2: um well it's not like you were gonna knock another one and like throw Ooh, another arrow no, him.
4: no <laughs> you no, know no. that was
2: one in one shot man
4: yeah 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 so it was yeah it was a great shot um yeah i think there's a picture in there of the heart which is pretty neat oh, yeah, go to you go see that. there oh yeah so you can see oh, oh yeah, where yeah. Went through yeah you can see the apex there where it just hit both ventricles okay, and with just, the eyes
2: rolled back just uh, yeah
0: so I then the work, work begun, and you guys are obviously going to set the camp up there. Yeah, and we
4: set it up right there. Uh, yeah. There was a little tributary, oh. so we could bring the bring the boat up. Um, like you know, we we probably had to like haul them out, maybe maybe two hundred yards from where where it went down. Um, but it was like starting to pour in rain. Like by the time we were like getting this thing, so. Um, but yeah, it took four of us about nine, ten hours to break it down and get it back to camp, or like you know, to the boat. Um and then we you know just set it up on some logs and threw some tarps over it and then I think we just passed out and what we were wearing and woke up the next day and Yeah, I was a late to it.
2: late uh, late night.
4: Yeah, I think we got in the tent
3: by like night, <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, well, one thirty at night. So hey, well hey, go back to that heart picture for a Ooh, second. Look at that meat. So, I noticed in your Instagram that you had Good one hashtagged um Iron Will. Yeah, yeah, so uh,
4: I chose, um, you know, obviously with a big animal like that, it, it seems prudent to use a fixed blade, Yeah. Um, and so uh, I I stumbled onto Iron Will, I'm not sure what led me there, but I, I had purchased that fixed blade maybe uh, like two or three years ago, uh-huh. and just hadn't had a need to use it, because I'd just been caribou hunting before uh-huh. that, so I was just using like um, like mechanicals for those yep. guys. Yeah. And, um, but I had those and then, um, just started like getting them tuned in, uh, for this hunt. And, uh-huh. um, those things are money. I still have the broadhead that, that I lodged that thing. It is still butter. Is but it, is that the two blade? Yeah. It's just, yeah. It's got the one, you know, the, the big one blade with the two little bleed or the bleeders yeah. on each side. Yeah, yeah. Um, I used, it's a hundred grain, uh, what I had up front. And I think my total arrow weight was like around five,
3: 518 or something like yeah. that so so uh when you went from your field points to that did yep. you had to change it uh yeah i just had you they, you, you
4: kind of like broadhead tune i guess is what they call it I'm, right you know i'm pretty new to archery so some of the terminology i may butcher a little bit but um you yeah you essentially like tune your broadhead to right the bow and so um most of the time that's really just like you know uh, right right to left kind of stuff hopefully is what you're dealing with if you're dealing with other stuff there may be some other things going on with your bow itself Uh um, but in general when you're fixed blade uh depending on what kind of fletching pattern you're running and your weights and stuff it should just be like a right to left that you're adjusting for yeah um and so you know right you know weeks before the hunt i'm just one at a time you know just one like i had one broadhead that i would just shoot yeah and just get that tune until it was perfect and right that's what i went with
3: yeah so i am a huge fan of the iron wills in terms of like their concept and other friends that have used them all of us that shoot Hoyt that i'm in my circle with have had huge tuning issues with those oh, really? iron wills to the point where like they sit on the shelf uh-huh. for me um like i'm well, I'm a Matthews guy, so maybe that explains. Yeah, yeah. It. <laughs> well you know, and I think you're right, it has to do with the bow and like how the bow's tuned. But I was just it was just interesting to hear that someone was comfortable adjusting that iron will
4: yeah i mean i had I, I i've had some you know uh i've had some good help along the way yeah, yeah. Was a lot, like the alaska community um you know um, bow people hunting people in general like everybody's pretty like helpful yeah totally um and so i i, I ran into some trouble with it for sure yeah. because i was doing things that i should i was moving my rest uh, before i needed to just move my sight yeah like, that's yeah a no, yeah no that's yeah no. yeah 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 um so that r- was that r- was r- my over? yeah yeah for sure um you know but like you know i didn't come up with that on my own i like read something i probably didn't need to read yeah i yeah, sure. uh, was misinformed and so initially like tuning it in i was messing with my rest a little bit and i was like what the f is going on um and then you know i talked to talked to the, the one guy that I, that's been helping me out a lot and he's like dude you just just let's get your rest where it needs to be yeah i guess get your field you points back to where on. they need it yeah yep. yep. and then like all you need to do is just adjust your sight your sight right to left right and then you should be good and you know i don't know if it was a luck thing or whatever but like sure as shit doing that like i got to a place where i felt like like super calm. really good with it but like the other times that calm i had broken in. out with the iron wheels, i i put them back up for the caribou hunt because i was having like i didn't feel great about it yeah whereas the mechanicals are just like darts right yeah like um so yeah so i i, I don't know if my first encounter with iron wheels was I, I it's probably just me you know, doing the wrong thing. And yeah, then once yeah. I knew the right thing to do, they
3: were, they were great. Yeah. You so, didn't have to adjust up or down. Nope. Yeah. Nope. So mine was like kind of like a 30 degree angle and it was like, no, yeah, I'm not gonna. Where What kind of fletching were you running on it? Um, I mean, that shouldn't really affect it too much. No. But. Yeah. No. Just like whatever standard I yeah. couldn't even name it.
4: Yeah. No, it's uh. you know, I, I run a Matthews and you know, I, I kind of like all the integrated stuff that goes with it and just kept it simple yeah Um, yeah. once once i got back to the basics of what that's supposed to be and stopped messing with the stuff i shouldn't have messed with it it worked out good for me so
3: i want to get them to work yeah i had them embroidered with my kids nicknames Uh, you know when they they were born Uh, and so that they they were i've always wanted to use them but then Mm -hmm. they go back up on the shelf ah yeah so Yeah, yeah yeah
4: Yeah. yeah, challenge. Might just be some tinkering you got to do yeah. one way mm-hmm. or the other, yeah. but uh, yeah, they work great. And like I said, it, it lodged into the bone on the back side of that thing. And when I pulled it out, I, I was still shaving shaving the hair on my arm with yeah. it. And I, I've got it in my box, and I will use it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's
3: so, awesome.
1: Yeah, so,
4: and I used the impact collars on it too. So oh, Okay, you know that yeah. that seemed to be helpful for what it was worth. Okay.
0: You know, so. so after you guys clean it up and you stay the night, and you have some of that delicious meat, pull that meat up real quick. That is
4: my yeah, favorite. That I, is my favorite Alaska meat. Oh
0: yeah, bison. Yeah,
4: same here.
2: Yeah. There. yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Before I move to that, real quick, this photo behind you. You came from the opposite way, or did you shoot?
4: So that right there behind me is Egypt Mountain. So okay. this way over here is the river. So I shot into Egypt Mountain.
2: Okay, so when we were watching your video, yeah. Egypt was behind the bison.
4: Yeah, I just okay. don't. I think just the perspective. of Oh the yeah, 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 yeah. Was I was
2: just lower. looking yeah. at like the root ball. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's that road ball we were talking about, right? No. 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 Oh, it's not? No. He, oh, right, because he had looped around and it was in a totally different spot. So correct. never mind. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah.
4: Did you guys stay one no. more day? No, we left the next morning. Like, I mean, that took us till 1.30, 2 o'clock in the morning. We hit the tent. We woke Whew. up um, God, maybe around 9 so o'clock, got in the water, oh. and just started going. So I was like we, we just were like At that point We wanted to do Everything we can To keep that meat The way it needed to be Yeah uh, So we didn't want to like Mess around too much With the water so. Talking
2: about that meat Right there <laughs> yeah, yeah
4: dude I I mean all of it Has been good But that has been the best That was yeah. the best Taste right Parcigella. there <laughs> it was I love amazing. how
2: it's on A piece of spruce too Or is it yeah, spruce
4: I you know So that's in, whatever it was Yeah, yeah. It looks like spruce.
2: I mean the way You gotta split And then the meat's on there
0: <laughs> So perfectly
4: Oh done.
2: my goodness man yeah, So we,
0: how many more days Do until you guys got to the uh, Nikolai. We, I think, oh, t- so one Shout more out night. Shot him on day so five?
4: Day, so with the first day we, we slept, and the next morning we got up, we floated uh, that big stand that you see with all the meat hanging. That's mm-hmm. that's one, That's the first night or the second night, and then uh, and then one more night to Nikolai. And then when we got to Nikolai, they were super awesome. They so have like a meat shack there. This is this night. That's you you uh, slept in that
2: day, floated to here, set up yeah camp. That's,
4: that's the second night after the the bison's been dead,
2: yeah okay yeah
4: so and then so we set up a camp there right on the river. There wasn't God, really a hole yeah, it's so big,
0: <laughs> and good call them bringing that sled yeah. that little So red sled. We, we didn't
4: oh. bring it uh k two that dropped us off, and if you guys are listening, uh, I'm happy to return it to you, but they just left it with us.
0: oh, they knew so, you're gonna maybe need it.
4: I don't know, but we were like, should we leave it here for when they drop somebody off again and I'm like, no, we're taking that thing I was like it, I, I same thing you're thinking I was like this this might help us at some oh, point. Oh, yeah. You know? yeah. Even if just to drag it to the boat. Or whatever. Uh, that's yeah. what we, so that's what we used to bring it from where it died to back to the boats because it was just all like hard river rock. Yeah, yeah. Like Slid packed out Smooth sand. as yeah. butter, didn't it? Yeah, it, it was still it was hard, but it, it was super helpful. So, yeah, I think anybody doing that, if you, anything you can do to, you know, Egyptian that thing, you know. It. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, because I imagine throwing that in like a Barney's pack or something and it's got to be as a, close to 100 pounds, like a moose quarter, right? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, especially Way the more, front, dude. the front shoulders.
4: Yeah, it, it's it it it's everything you can to pick up that in one of those quarters. I mean, I think the back, the rear quarter, maybe even like bigger. I mean, it depends how you cut the front quarter off, right? Like oh
2: like, yeah.
4: So I mean, like the guys I'm with are pretty good like with a knife, with the so chest on there. They'll 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 leave it all that they can. They'll take the front quarter and keep as much meat attached to it as possible because yeah. they think it's cool. They just nerd out with their
2: their surgeon skills. Oh, skin, that's so. cool. <laughs> well, that's yeah, because cool. like a moose shoulder is like the easiest thing to take off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it doesn't really even have bone connection. It just mm-hmm. yeah. You plop it up under the armpit and like. You know, they don't just, have that mass
3: up there either.
2: You know? Yeah, yeah those are thin, just thin s- on top. Stout. You yeah. Know? yeah. Yeah, and this one is just. I feel like all that bulks in the chest. Yeah. Because it goes into the shoulder, and then yeah, it's got to be like girth all the way down to like the elbow right like it's yeah just like, but it, like, yeah if
4: you're if their hoofs down here like they're you know that joint is like, it's like it comes up pretty quick from the ground and then mm-hmm. it's just like
2: yeah just like that's what i it. imagine it yeah. Yeah. yeah
4: so
0: so what do you uh what's the next bucket list 2023 gosh i don't draw know.
4: Here? yeah i i put in for him but um i don't yeah i don't know um
2: is this when you were thinking about the next one you're going to draw right here this photo like one of yeah yeah <laughs>
4: <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's Nikolai, the little meat yeah. shack that they got for all the guys that come in. So they built that for people. Cool. Um, and they were, they were super awesome folks there. We could not give them anything. They were like, just let us know what we could do for you. I couldn't give them meat. Couldn't, nothing. They were just more we're happy to cool. hang out and share the story and- Give us a place to sleep and shower. Oh, like. Probably
2: they were probably stoked to see that big.
4: They were. They were pretty. They were pretty come st- off that yeah, raft. Yeah. 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 They were. They were very. <laughs> how not, by how it. could you
2: not be right? Yeah.
4: But really welcoming folks. It was. It was really great place to land and end our trip for sure. Sweet. So. Yeah. I don't know. Um, you know, we, part of the part of the little deal we made. You know, kind of backing up all the way to the beginning was like this was the, the once in a lifetime hunt with the kid being born like a month before this mm. hunt. Like the yeah. fact that I got to go is. Uh, is amazing and just uh i got a rock star wife and uh the fact that she supported that and helped me do that was pretty rad yeah Um, good call man yeah so give wifey a (laughs) shout out yeah (laughs) yeah of course um so this year, it, it it's gonna have to be like a lifetime kind of thing to to pull those strings again. Otherwise, I might just uh, stay home with the family. So
0: we'll see. Good
2: for you, man.
4: We'll
0: see. Well, soon you'll be going out with the. I bass. got
4: I got plenty plenty of meat in the fridge. So okay, uh, yeah, you're <laughs> yeah, you're good. You're good. You're good. <laughs> you're <know, laughs> good. I know. You know, it hasn't quite emptied out yet, but um, but yeah, but it will because that stuff is very tasty.
2: Well, how about the um excitement for putting another arrow in something? I mean, are you thinking about black bear hunting, or are you?
4: You know, I, I have this, I, I definitely would like to go do some sheep hunting with the bow. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have this like crazy idea of, uh, a, a tree stand version of hunting a sheep off of like a portal edge, <laughs> mm. um, to put yourself in that position. Sounds re- really silly. Cause it's like, it's, it either happens one time or you don't, mm-hmm. and you're kind of stuck there. <coughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I would, I would like to try a, try my shot like at, at a sheep one day. Um, I don't really have a thing for a bear. I don't know if it's cause my son's named bear. Mm. Um, oh, okay. Fair uh, I hear spring bear, like black bear, is really good. So well, I just
2: think about a a, a bow hunter and, and being able to, you know, push, hunt push more hunting yourself. opportunities and and yeah. you know, and. Make shots on animals. Yeah, I haven't. Anything. I haven't
4: hunted moose yet. I um, mean, yeah, I've had plenty of moose. I've helped runs with it. Um, you know, that might be something I do this year. The Eklutna, yeah, you can
2: call moose in pretty t- pretty close.
4: Yeah, the Eklutna like archery hunt that's here. Eklutna. Uh, Eklutna yeah, Eklutna. Yeah, Like that. That one seems uh like like easily accessible. Um, uh, so I might might it's look at gnarly. that. Yeah, the terrain back there is pretty pretty interesting, right? Have you
2: ridden back there? In like I
4: have. Yeah, I have fat bike back there. Mountain yeah, bike back there. Yeah. I was
2: thinking about getting a moose up there. Like, ooh. <laughs> yeah that looks like a pack
4: out yeah (laughs) yeah yeah i guess you know i think there are days yeah i think there are days you can hit it with the atv and other days you have to either hike in or whatever Mm -hmm. so
2: or uh, both or both yeah
4: so yeah yeah, we'll just we'll see what the draws bring hopefully something fun yeah so
0: well thanks for sharing the story yeah thanks guys i appreciate uh appreciate the
4: invite
2: and the photos and video um
0: are you okay if someone that draws it luckily draws this here in the next year or two gives you a message on instagram and yeah yeah, little little pointers a little help or something like that for
4: sure i mean the community did that for me uh i know sometimes you like see that stuff on social media and people get all salty about it like you know like figure it out on your own like nobody has figured out it on their own except the people that started life here right so (laughs) like everybody gets a little bit of help somewhere i got a lot of help um yeah of course anybody that wants to reach out
0: (laughs) i'm happy to help them out so and once again the instagram is bro free 33 yeah yeah that's Correct. it. Yep, yep right on
2: yeah man congratulations on a on a on a bison of a lifetime a hunt of a lifetime probably amazing time spent with buddies conversations yeah so great yeah um yeah. you know shit talking yeah <laughs> yeah it was it was
4: great all those guys were super awesome uh yeah shout out to them and i uh, appreciate all their help and well, uh r- yeah
2: it's rare you get to go on a hunt where like the focal point is you getting the animal
4: for sure, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Because
2: you, you can do over the counter, you go and moose. So everybody's got a tag. Yeah. Some guys do batting order. Some guys are like, I saw it first. I'm gonna draw blood. Yeah, it's a big but ask. This got to be. This was your thing.
4: Yeah, and that's a big and ask. Like in Alaska, to be like, hey guys, come it, with me to do this thing in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it's got a lot of money. It is. And if <laughs> you don't mind, I want to yeah. give
2: your boys a shout out. Yeah. Kudos to them to come along for the moral support, help, muscle. Oh yeah. Um, you know, encouragement. Uh their know-it-all even though maybe they didn't know yeah much. yeah no you know <laughs> everybody <laughs> they're butcher, butchering skills that's I mean, that's what it was you know, know every
4: everybody brought something to the table yeah. it was like the shackleton crew everybody had a skill set to make nice. that ship get down the river so oh, yeah dude. <laughs> it uh-huh. was it was perfect so yeah
2: well done and well yeah. played sir yeah thanks yes.
0: guys right on uh thank you for listening everyone um please visit our website alaskawildproject.com we got a bunch of hoodies and shirts and hats and stuff up there for the site Um, patreon.com slash alaskawildproject um if you're looking to buy something in town definitely go hit up barney's they got a lot of our merch up there for sale as well um any other last comments boys
2: no man this was a great time thank you very much uh, david for coming in and your time and it was a long time coming, and we really appreciate it.
4: Yeah, thanks. Hopefully, it gets everybody jazzed for the draws in about what two weeks or week and a half. One it. week, next oh, Friday, yeah. bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: one week from tomorrow. That's <laughs> right. We're That's ready. Right.
4: Yeah,
0: yeah. Good luck out there, and thank you for listening. And as yeah. always, stay wild. You remember my speaking to you of what
1: I call your overcautiousness. Are you not
2: overcautious when you assume that you cannot do what the enemy is constantly doing?
0: The Alaska Wild Project Podcast is brought to you by the following sponsors.
2: Barney's Sports Chalet, supplying hunters with the best hand-selected gear since 1963. The exclusive home of Frontier Gear, built for the rugged Alaskan terrain. Your one-stop shop for all your outdoor needs. Visit Barney's today at 906 West Northern Lights.
0: Arbor Digital, the forefront of digital assets, cryptocurrencies, and wealth management, providing a low-cost, research-based investment strategy for Alaskans looking to invest their hard-earned money. Visit arborcapital.io today
3: to put your money to work. Tailored Restoration 24-Hour Emergency Home Services, helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Hit them up at tailoredrestorationalaska.com.
2: Total Truck and Alaska Overlander, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and overlanding products, providing all-inclusive rental vehicles and trailers, custom outfitted to explore the Alaskan backcountry with a unique and convenient traveling experience.
3: Serrano's Mexican Grill, two locations, one on Tudor, one on Northern Lights. The Northern Lights location has their new tequila bar. Check it out. Also see their daily specials at serranosmexicangrill.com.
0: TheTreeHouseAK.com, located at 341 Boniface Parkway, Alaska's own and grown cannabis and CBD store. Ask the bud tender what the strain of the day is to get your 10% off. The Treehouse, where the culture lives.
2: The Connoisseur Lounge, Alaska's premier locally owned and operated cannabis retailer located in the heart of Palmer, Alaska. Their cultivated products include Snowcap Romance, Aurora Haze, Superglue, and much more. Find them at theconnoisseurlounge.net.
0: AKO Farms, located in Sitka, Alaska, built from the ground up with concentrates as their single motivation, with exclusive products such as their sugar wax, full-spectrum diamond sauce carts, and more. Ask your local tender about AKO. Marijuana has intoxicating effects that may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under the influence. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana for the use of only by adults 21 and older. Keep out of the reach of children, and marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding.
3: The Bait Chat. Located on Ship Creek upstream of the bridge. Can't miss the bright red shack. They're the go-to fishing gear rental and guide service on Ship Creek. Tight lines and fish on. Come hook into the action with them. Hit them up at TheBaitShackAK.com. Snow Pro AK,
0: your snow and ice management company specializing in business and residential properties. They know what it takes to keep your property presentable and safe. Give them a call for a free estimate at 280-7098 or visit LawnProAK.com. Double Shovel Cider Company, located off of Arctic and 58th, handcrafted Alaskan-made colonial ciders. They also have a tap room downtown on the corner of 5th and E. Stop by today and taste an award-winning cider.
2: The Alaska Chapter of Backcountry Hunters and Anglers. BHA is the voice of our Alaskan public lands, waters, and wildlife. Their goal is to uphold our hunting and fishing legacy while keeping our public lands wild. Stand up today and join BHA at backcountryhunters.org. Should you not
0: claim to be at least his equal in prowess and act upon the claim? I say try. If we never try, we shall never succeed. This proposition is a simple truth and it's too important to be lost sight of for a moment. If we cannot beat the enemy
1: where he now is, we never can. It is all easy if our troops march as well as the enemy. And it is unmanly.